All right. Welcome to Straight Rippin'. I'm your host, Reverend Mitch. And off to the left is my co-host, Justin Dubois. Hello. Uh, and off to the right is the lovely Aiden Starr. Hi there. Been forever in a hundred years. I've got a kitty. And and she's petting Bushka. Always <laughs> good. Always good. Yeah, rub the pussy. Yeah, that's so good. Cute. So what the fuck is up? Time. How have you been? You've uh, been way too long. Um. I was making fun of you guys for living in Hollywood still. Yeah. I've moved on to Echo Park, but you still live here. To be fair, Justin doesn't live in Hollywood. Right? Yeah, Where I do you don't. live? It's not so much a you guys. I, I live in East L.A. So, I is was... that Echo Park? Oh, no. East LA. What's East L.A. technically? Um, You don't want to go there. It's it's actually... like Your, what... your particular neighborhood seems fine, I'll say that. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. No, I tell people it's the yuppiest part of East LA ever. (laughs) It's very clean, like Williamsburg. Yeah, a lot of gays and Asians. Very clean. You go pretty east, and it becomes suburbia. Yeah. And you're out in Echo Park of all things, huh? Yeah, I like it there. I'm sorry to hear that. (laughs) Fuck you, Mitch. (laughs) Look, Echo Park. Everyone wears American Apparel there. That's that's just like I guess. Yeah. What, so what, kind of, like, what kind of clothes certain... are you wearing that are better than American apparel? No, I'm just saying you just know where they're from. Wow. It's like she's really like she's she's <laughs> committed to Echo Park. Yeah. Everyone you, looks you like they just walked off. You say American it. apparel without her. She's like, oh, 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 wait a minute. What are we? What are you saying here? No, it's just everyone's well, very lean and fit. Douchebag Incorporated jewelry you got right there. Is that what the label for it is? Yeah, actually, it's yes, it's made by douchebags douche for douchebags. Incorporated. Yes. You haven't seen the commercials? Yeah. It's like, it's it's backlit, black and me. white, yeah. and then there's the douchebag. Yes. <laughs> and then the girl, like, <laughs> off the side, and she goes, what is that? And the guy just walks in, douchebag. That's right. You know? That's he what does we call it. the guy who drives the Porsche. And building. at the end of the commercial, he's all, hey, <laughs> why do you before you go, did you get your tickets park? to the gun show? You know? God. She's like, douchebag. No? Yes. I just poured beer on myself. Don't pour time. beer on yourself. I did it. Don't do that. Oh, I just flick it in my, <laughs> it in my face. Wow, hardcore, man. Good, I'm going to rub it in. Good, yeah, go for it. That's why we're black. Yeah, that's the same way I, I am. I can be a fucking slob. It's like, it's not because it's not I'm gothic. No, it's because I don't want to have to Because I'm a fucking shit. slob. Yeah, get slobby. Fuck it. Doesn't matter. I work because I'm blah. Well, never mind. Because you're blah. <laughs> you're about to say you're, you're blah. Because I feel like a. What? Because I'm usually fat and I just feel like a fat piece of piece of shit oh like, you're like using lava. it for the I slimming quality yeah oh, usually gotcha. says <laughs> says the guy who goes to the gym more than no or at i least don't works out right i got a personal trainer oh nice. did you i did yeah i mean i'm gonna be 32 so oh. i feel like Welcome i want to the club yeah i feel like i want to slim it down a little bit maybe i don't know well, look good it's good Thanks. it's just good to probably get be healthy, like whatever. yeah, the exercise and healthy and stuff. I, I guess that's what they're telling me is in your. I 30s. think the guy might be really amusing too. Like I called to make the appointment, and he sounded like uh, the personal trainer from the Iron Man commercials. You know where he says, I, "Iron Man trains in my gym sometime." Awesome, and he says, "Awesome, awesome," over and over again. So I kind of just want to <laughs> hear him say "awesome" over and over again and giggle at him. Well, that's that's really all you need a trainer for, anyway. So all this other giggle? shit, yeah, just yeah. just to giggle for amusement. It's really, yeah, it's all about the giggling and the amusement. All the other shit you can take or leave. The working out, the running, the jumping jacks. That's 
Jumping jacks. <laughs> I don't know what they. Is that what they're going to make me do? The last time you worked out, you did jumping jacks. Can you tell I don't go to the gym? Okay, I think that Mitch just watches girls do jumping jacks because it's like a tip bouncer sort of activity. Uh, yeah. So I'm sure my personal training will consist of a lot of jumping jacks. If you, if, you, if you do jumping jacks, you'll come home and like just just your face all bruised up. You're like, I can't see anything. I was jumping jack. Pretty much. I'll just wear some ace bandage over my tits to the gym tomorrow. Yeah, three sports bras, that things works. like that. Yeah. Strap them into place. I hear you. Well, that's probably that's kind of your only option, I guess, at that point. Well, or I don't, like I don't have really bad. Pain. My moves have not gotten large enough to worry about yet. My your fucking moves. moves are huge. See, that's the thing. That's I was actually talking to someone about this the other day. They're like, I know that you gain weight. I'm like, how can you tell? They're like, because your tits are a double D, and you're Italian, and your at your tits go, your weight goes to your tits and your hips, and I just like fucking curved out. That's why I need to go to the gym because. Eventually, I don't see if that's a bad thing. No, eventually yeah, I'll get like either. the Nana, like fucking, you know, like Nana's got real big tits and they get like the bras, like do the, the divot into their shoulders. <laughs> oh, and then okay. I get the fucking Nana divot in my shoulders. And, like, Are you wearing a bikini color. top as a bra? No, it's my, it, I think I got oh. it at American Apparel actually. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's my bra. It doesn't, it's it's kind of an older bra. I also bra don't wear really bras, do so I don't know them very well. Well, so you have to wait yeah. until you get older and you'll mature and your boobs will get bigger and then you'll wear a bra. Fingers yes. crossed. Fingers crossed. We'll get you a training bra in the meantime. Yeah. For my moves, man. Mm-hmm. Get some. Uh... Get you a movie holder. Yeah. I can go to American Apparel and be like, ooh. Yeah. They have yeah. movie holders at American Apparel, I'm sure. I'm or sure. Or H&M, the other place that fucking Echo Park asshole shop. Mm. Well, there's a lot of. yeah, and, and you say that Hollywood's got a lot of douche. Okay. Just, I'm just feeling we like we should just douche off between just, Hollywood and Echo Park. I feel like I feel like anywhere in Southern California, you will find an abundance of douches. Oh, no doubt. But they're it's just, just a different matter of style, where, yeah, different exactly. Kinds. Like and an Orange County douchebag is different from a Hollywood douchebag. Totally. And I won't, even go, about, like, I won't even go. I won't even go there. That's fucking way too there. much for me. Yeah, yeah. That's way too much for me. I I can't even. That's like New Jersey. Really? We're just debating L.A. as, like, New York types of fucking douchebags oh, okay. right now. All right, all right. That's fair. And Orange Sub, County sub-classes is, like, New Jersey. Totally. Down from the douchebag tree, splintering out into various uh, douchebag... Uh, Gen- different genres and subgenius of douchebag. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, I'm going to uh, get into some news. Let's see what I should start with. Um, well, I thought that was this was actually kind of amusing. In, um, in the U.K., Yeah. There is a um, there is a, a hotel um, wherein there's a there's a chair. It's just a like I guess in the lobby or something. There's a blue chair. Blue chair. And, you don't um, say that's amazing. And and people who sit in the blue chair have all end up giving birth to boys. Oh. Like within a very short while. Wait, were they were they preg- Did they get pregnant by the chair? Yeah, like, is, is it a something? porno? Yeah, hotel? they call it they call it the fertility chair. Oh. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, and what's weird to me is that, like, I, I feel like this is a the divide between. Hold on, I can turn off the uh, other thing here. Here we go. There's a divide between sort of UK and the US. It's like over there, like three, three or four. Let's see, four, four women have given birth all the boys after sitting on a blue chair. Now I don't know for the amount of time you have to sit in the blue chair or how soon after they gave birth, but there are women there that refuse to sit in the blue chair, but he's afraid of it. I feel like well, that's I would be afraid of a chair that knocked people up too. Yeah, I don't so want would a fucking I. chair baby. Yeah, or a chair. Wants ba- that's a chair bastard. Who's the guy so that does the, the refills on the chair? The janitor. Yeah. The fucking guy who cleans the hotels at night. Right. Duh. That's good seed right there. Yeah. yeah. We got to get a hold. Really. Of, we got to get sit down with Raul and, <laughs> Raul. and work that shit out. 
Uh, what's interesting is I feel like if that was if that was here in the U.S. and there was a hotel with a fertility chair, chicks would be lined up around the fucking block. But over there, they're afraid of it. I like that. I like that kind of thinking. Uh, I think guys would be lined up around the block too. Do you think <laughs> that <laughs> women in the United States are more interested in procreation than in the U.K.? Absolutely. Why do you think that? I have no idea. Okay, because there's no. Why, do, do, I, why do I think <laughs> that it happens, or why do I why do I why think do, it? Why do you have that opinion? Uh, mostly because of things like this, where the girls are. Did somebody try to baby chair. trap you the other day or something? No, not. Did somebody the, refuse no. to sit in your blue chair, or they tried to make <laughs> you their blue chair or something? Let's not talk about. This is not about my blue chair. Oh, okay, let's, somebody did do that. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the hotel blue chair. We don't need to talk about my blue oh chair. Oh my god! I've never. I've never been baby trapped, and uh, I've never. I've never had the. Uh, if someone tried a, to baby trap I've never me done once. That, that finger, like if there's not a ring on this finger by X amount of time. Someone tried okay. to baby trap me once. It was horrible. Boy, you're. Uh, girl duh boy okay baby trap you how like he was poking by, holes in the condoms or by, no by like i was really young and we were using the pull-out method and he just decided to hold on to my hips one time wow asshole now now was it really a baby thing or was he like no i need to i need to get um, up in them guts and try this shit out well okay that i think that that's what men call baby trapping is say i need to get up in them guts and try this shit out you guys just if that's I think your that's way a better way to put it. <laughs> well, sure, of course you do. You have a penis. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm gonna side with my own. No, he wanted me to quit porn and be a housewife. Oh, uh, okay. Well, then yes, it was very yeah, much a baby a trap. trap. It was yeah. a baby trap. Yeah, he was trying to get me to stop being a sex worker. Hmm. Yeah, that I can't go in for that. That's an asshole right there. Yeah. 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 You ever? Um, I'm sure you have that conversation with guys all the time, where where they. Eventually, like at first, they're like, "Yeah, man, it's cool, whatever," and then they're like, "I hey, so about me being cool with that?" Um, Every single time, actually. Every know. single time, it goes exactly that way. Yeah. There is, and a I thing say, "Are like you that. sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? You sure that you're cool with this?" And they're like, "Yeah, I just don't want to hear about it." And I'm like, "That's the, the ticker. Uh, you don't want to yeah. hear about it. If you're not in, if you're not that into swinging, or you actually want to like." be there or participate or whatever sure if you can't go like i i'm also a lifestyle polyamorous i go to orgies and i expect whoever i'm dating to be interested in participating because i like that sure i'm like this girl this nice girl here has agreed to have sex with the two of us i talked to her about it yesterday earlier in the day she's mm. very hot i don't see why you wouldn't be okay with this and if they're not okay with it i'm like so you've had dudes that were okay with the polyamory, okay with the orgy parties, things like this, but then suddenly got uppity about the porn way after the fact. No, or do they do they sort of drop everything at once? It's they 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 talk like they're okay with it, and then they get there and they're like, "Fuck, this chick is not kidding." Like when 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 we get to the orgy and I'm immediately hitting nitrous and like punching some girl in the face and she's like, you know, ripping down her leg and they see that I'm not fucking around about being lifestyle, then they get like, what the fuck have I, what kind of bear trap have I put my foot in? Right, right. That's not good. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It's funny sometimes. No, I mean, it's not good for them that they lie like that. It's um... No, I don't think that it's, I think that they thought they knew what they were getting themselves into, but if you've never dated a porn star or if you don't hang out with a lot of them, you sure. can think you know what the porn lifestyle is like, but until you actually see it, done in front of you like that amount of sexual abandon in front of you it's unusual in current american culture and sure, people sure. can want to they can have the fantasy of it yeah but once yeah. they see it it's a whole nother fucking story and that i i understand that reaction to it yeah naturally people just um it, again it's it's 
everything sounds good in theory. You know yes. what I mean? People try to be, especially in LA, they're very open minded. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's fine. Everything's you know, everybody does their thing, and then uh, they're suddenly like in the thick of it, and they're like, I'm sounded a lot cooler, and you know, when I was at home jerking off. I think to they it. also don't understand because I'm very normal and I'm average girl. Every day at home, I like to watch cartoons. Sure. I cook a really nice steak. I drink beer. I go hiking in the park, but I also like orgies and big black hot porn. Sure. I, I mean, everybody's got their – I do think it's one of those things where it's like everybody's got their uh, certain things they're into, and then there's just – you know, I find that it's funny because if you compared the shit that people who would be frowned upon in society for, for having uh, – feeling openly or doing openly orgies and so on and so mm-hmm. forth, if you compared that to the people who put on what they call the good guy badge and how to stay, you know – clean and neat and and look at me i'm a shining example they have the most fucked up shit going on they do they fuck like hookers be, and lie to their wives yeah yeah they're gonna have dead babies in the basement and shit like that yeah and they become president yeah and they become president exactly <laughs> they or priests something. televangelists there's always something where it's like i think if but i think if it I comes were, out like that but that's the stereotype is that you're really clean and then you fuck hookers and lie to your wife and they people think that if you're a porn star the stereotype is that you're on drugs or you're Bipolar sure, or you're sure. crazy, you couldn't possibly be that well adjusted that you're a genuinely polyamorous person who just missed the sixties and wants to fucking recreate that. Well that's why I that's where I get abandon. into the theory that, that we all need that balance. So whenever I don't know what somebody's fucking thing is that, yeah. that I don't know about. You don't trust them. I'm a little yeah, I'm a little like well, hold on. I know you you're not all clean There's and everything. Something. There's something in there. You you on the weekend you like getting fucked in the ass by you know, tweakers. If you're Ted Wait Haggard, a minute. if you're big on Ted Haggard, I mean, I'm just saying. You I know, know it's that something tweakers like that. Fuck, do tweakers fuck in the? I guess they do. They fuck Ted Haggard in the ass. I always thought that was weird that he he was he was a I don't know if you know who Ted Haggard no, is. I'm he was me. a uh, he was a evangelical uh, preacher. He actually ran the uh, Universal Church of Life in Colorado, and he had a number of like congregations. He was huge in the televangelism scene, and he had a congregation of like. I want to say like five million, seven wow, million. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and they were big on they. One of their big goals was curing the gay. You know, big on that. Yeah, and so for a number of years, I want to say like five years or something like that, he would kind of escape on the weekends and he would pay this this meth addict guy to come oh, over, I do bring him this meth. Story. Yeah, bring him meth, and then he would suck that dude's cock and get fucked in the ass. And I always thought like. That's not a. I mean, that you're you're gay. Like that's not a yes. weekend gay. No, that's. If gay. you were like, you know what, I'll let a tweaker suck my dick. Like you could sort of, yeah. You know, look, a mouth is a mouth. Close exactly. your eyes. Exactly. Blowjobs are blowjobs. Right. But and maybe even fucking in the ass because then it's like he probably goes home and sort of tries to slip it in the in the Man wife. Man, ass maybe. is very different than lady ass. I imagine so. I think that ass fucking like and could... kissing are officially over the gay line, but BJ is just experimenting. Yeah, that's fair. That's okay, fair cool. to say. Because or hand jobs. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> when you... Got it under the line on that one. And Word. not that you guys ever have, but for me, when I kiss a guy who has facial hair, I notice the masculinity that's very present, whereas if someone were going down on me, you don't notice facial hair quite as much. That's true. When that's in true. Your I find that when I'm getting a hand job from a dude, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I can tell the mask because they grip harder, you know? Yeah. They're, they're more it's determined. It's so hard for me to sit yeah. in here with you fucking smokers. I'm sorry. Are you not smoking anymore? Didn't no, you used to smoke? I, I Did you never smoke? I used to be a crazy... You know that I used to be. That's what I was thinking. It's like, is and it I killing quit. you because you really want a cigarette? Totally. Like, all right. 
Well, I apologize. It's, it's fine. Just, Can that's I have a how we roll. I mean, yeah, I'm fine with that. There's Can cigarettes I have a cigarette right there. Image? Do I have to have a menthol one? That's all we got. Ugh. Sorry. Oh, Hollywood. That'll, that'll, that'll keep you from smoking too much. Oh, Hollywood. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. No, it's, it's my own thing. It's a funny story about that if you'd like to hear it. Yes. Now, I was a uh, Marlboro Red smoker for most of my smoking career. And I then, think I uh, remember that. Yeah, I was big on the Marlboro Reds. And then I, uh, um, I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to quit you know, once and for all. And uh, I had remembered, like, in high school, I had a friend who said that he quit smoking because he went to a hypnotherapist. And I thought, well, that's the only thing I haven't tried. Let's, let's give that a shot. Oh, boy. And I went to a hypnotherapist. And uh, it was an interesting thing when I went, you know, under. He had me envision all these scenarios. And, and at one point in the thing, he says, okay, now you're embracing cigarettes and you, you've got to, you know. Because I was telling him how I felt about cigarettes. He says, you take, you, you're, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Basically, uh personifying cigarettes as like your buddy. Yeah. Because it's been there. Every time something goes fucked, I'm like, well, I got my cigarette. So, yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Maybe so he's like, he's right like, now. so I need you to say goodbye to your buddy. You know what I mean? Huh. So this is because I have a very weird active imagination. In my head, I, I envisioned this life-size cigarette, like with little spindly like arms. Like Mr. Butts from fucking the Berkeley Breed comics? Probably, yeah. Very similar to that. I okay. imagine just a life-size cigarette, very spindly arms, you know, with the big white gloves and stuff. And he was like, hey, buddy, you know. And he wanted to, like, kick it. He was like, let's, you know, let's have a smoke, you know. And and I was like, look, man, I, I can't be doing this shit anymore, man. I got to I gotta kick it. I got to get rid of you. I got I to gotta move on, I you know what I mean? I quit you. You're just, you're just not right for me anymore. And so I was like, I got I to gotta move on. And, uh. So I, I went to, like, he's like, all right, and he kind of gave me this, like, and he didn't really talk so much. He just had very expressive face, and he kind of gave me this, like, hey, buddy, it's cool. Give me a hug, and we're done. I went to go give him a hug, and he had this really just evil fucking, like, I got him grin. <laughs> so I beat the living shit out of this cigarette. Oh I just my God. kicked it, and I'm, I'm what did, it, did you tell the hypnotherapist that you beat the shit out of the cigarette? I did, I did. I, I beat the shit out of the cigarette. And there was a part where he's like, you're about to walk down these stairs when you get out the, at the bottom of the stairs. And I was imagining the stairs in my old complex where you'd go down the thing, and at the end there was a doorway and mm -hmm. just bright light because out on the Hollywood Boulevard. And I, so I, I, that's what I, was, I was walking down the stairs. I'm kicking this dude down, throwing him at the bottom of the stairs, stomping on him and shit. I'm like, fuck you, cigarette. So then I left, and I had zero desire to smoke. I had no interest in smoking. Really? Um, yeah, I was like, I'm done. I have no interest in smoking. And I and I even tried to smoke a Marble Red, and I almost threw up. It was just so – because they were just, like, evil. I'm like, you fucking evil Marlboro Reds. But I had a roommate who smoked <laughs> menthol cloves. What? Yeah. Menthol cloves? Yeah. What yeah. did that taste I didn't like? Even, yeah, very good, actually, because hmm. uh, – the hypnotherapist neglected to mention that one should not get drunk within, I think, a week of like the <laughs> hypnotherapy. That would have been helpful to know because I was, buddy, was kind of an alcoholic at the, the time, and I was like, you know, you should have yeah. mentioned that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like a couple of days later, I'm getting drunk, and and I'm like, hey, let me get one of these uh, menthol clothes and try these suckers out because I'm thinking I was in my head, I always thought they didn't have nicotine. Uh, they did. So yeah, I ended do. up getting like over time, over about a month's period, I ended up getting to the point where I was buying my own packs of menthol cloves. Still can't, to Those this day, are... cannot smoke a Marlboro Red without just like wanting cloves to throw up. Cloves are like cigar special occasion cigarettes. They're not for not everything. anymore. They're all gone now. They're yes. illegal now. Yeah. Cloves? Mm-hmm. Really? They took them away from us. Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah, yeah. 
I guess I haven't been gothic for a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, I, I, there was was wasn't the last show we did, right? When was the TK episode? That was yeah, it was two shows ago. I I told a story about Talked how about that, yeah. how cloves went by by and it just sort of they'll never come back. It's not like we're going to undo that law. Somebody's not going to wake up and be like, you know what? People should have their clothes. It's I not guess happening. the goths had to trade their clothes for absinthe. Yeah, it yes. seems like it, doesn't it? Mm. That absinthe thing is getting out of control. You you go to those, you, you have the absinthe, or, or do you just um, I just buy the, the the kind that you can get in liquor stores now. I go to BevMo, oh, okay. and I just buy the Matahari brand. It's delicious. Do you it's put got, it over the sugar cube and all that? I light do. The thing up on? Wow, water, you yeah. get all... I do. Yeah. I like it. It's delicious. I had it in fancy. Europe a very, very long time ago, and I had the regular Pernod kind, which is way better tasting. Mm. I now I was reading that, like, when we, oddly enough, that is one band that we lifted. We lifted the absinthe band. Apparently, we have less regulation on absinthe than any other country. Um, no, we there's a certain amount of wormwood that can be in absinthe, so we have weaker absinthe than Europe does. No, that's the assumption. That's what I'm saying. The thing I was reading was that was because of the laws we used to have, people assume that it's still that way, but it turns gotcha. out that actually it's stronger here than, say, I guess Germany. Probably not like Amsterdam. I'm sure you could. Spain is where inject they have heroin the into there. Yeah, that time I was in Amsterdam, I got off the train and somebody was shooting up in the train station, and I decided that, that fucking city was for me. Mm. <laughs> I've decided the polar opposite when that happened to me in Seattle. Uh, first uh, day okay, Seattle. Seattle junkies are completely different than Amsterdam junkies. That's true, they're not as romanticized. It's true. Uh, they're not. It's nice. not as you know. They're shitty and they yeah. steal and they're crappy and. A lot of rain, a lot of suicide. Yeah. It's a miserable I, place I, to I be. I like Seattle, actually, but I have never You go lived in the there, summer, so. it's a gorgeous place, but uh, can't do it. Too much fucking rain. Not not into it at all. Okay, uh, let's see. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait to get into the morbid news that I have later. I'll wait for that. Oh, okay. Okay. Just for roll now. right into it. We're no, I'm going to get track. to a different one that's, that's okay. slightly more upbeat. <laughs> <laughs> so no one kills themselves in the bathroom yeah, before yeah. the show's over? The other one's not so much. I mean, it's morbid, but like, there's a part of me that just can't help but giggle about the whole thing. Um, so at the LaSalle University uh, ethics class, strippers uh, came in and gave lap dances. Um, and the teacher said that um, he was, uh, he wanted to, um, what is it? What's the, the, the class was about the application of platonic and Hegelian ethics in regards to business, which. Which you almost see like, okay, I could I could sort of see where you're trying to make like a larger point and strippers are a good like either or a scenario. But then I read more into the article. Okay. And uh students are saying stuff like uh what was the thing? Uh what is the one? Uh Rappaport is the guy's name. Uh had been teaching at LaSalle since 1979. It was well known among students, according to comments posted on ratebyprofessors.com. And in one of the comments is, extremely strange man, loves gambling, horse racing, and strip joints. Talks about all of the above all of the time. So so now it's like, well, then this really isn't about an ethics class anymore, is it? This is, you just wanted to get some strippers in the I class. I think that's what he wanted to do, sure. But like, you know what, I could I could probably pull some strippers in here and fucking get this get this happening. Is he still yeah. teaching? Uh, I guess I'm they're sure looking, he is. They're, they are investigating the matter. College oh. professors are... An interesting lot. Like a tenure. Do you hook up with a college professor? I'm I'm seeing a little. There's a I story was, here. I was I was more of a I was more interested in my high school teachers actually. Um, 
but I hung out with a bunch of college professors and they were, they're interesting people. You were interested in high school teachers when you were in high school or now? When I was in high school. Not so much now? Or no, well, could... why now? I don't know. Because well, you had something. When I was under then. 18, it was a power thing just to see if I could get them to break a law or not. Uh, Did it ever work? No. I came really close one time. How's that? Oh, I uh, stayed after and was really interested in what one of my science teachers had to say. He was also 24. I don't know that 24-year-olds should be teaching 17-year-olds. Probably. That's close. Probably not. That's very close. Probably not. But, I mean, so, so when you say you got close just that you were there, there was, but, but nothing, you didn't, like, pull a boob out? No, I, I, before porn, I was never particularly physically extroverted. Hmm. Okay. I was more of a conversational seducer, I think. Okay. Conversational. Did, Justin, did you ever have a thing for teachers? Any of your teachers? I had a thing with a teacher. Oh, did oh, you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do tell. Yeah. She got me out of, I was a freshman and I hung out with a bunch of seniors. Freshman and, in high school or college? High school. Nice. Yeah. She was, um, she was, she Lucky just started teaching and yeah, she, um. Also she 24. Was, <laughs> she was, you no, know, she was, well, 27, I think. Oh okay, and yeah, that's, um, that's yeah. She yeah, was there. You go. She was like the overseer of the yearbook committee, and um, I was taking a bunch of photos as the class clown freshman. And um, she's like, "Oh, Justin, you want to check out these photos?" And I'm like, "Yeah." So I'd stay what after. What kind of photos did she show? Oh you? no, no. There was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like, I like where the story's going. She's like going through. She's like, "This is a nice picture of the side of the building." <laughs> oh, that's my pussy. I don't know how did that get in there. That's... <laughs> That's weird. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You'll notice this is the quad. Uh, this is the new tree they planted. Oh my God. Well, there's what me, is that doing? There? There's me sucking a cock. How did that? I'm sorry. This is this is really. An, I'm sorry. I wanted to put Are that away. Are you interested in this? I'm like, I'm a freshman. Of course I am. <laughs> I'm a dude. <laughs> Over what do you the think about that? One. What do you think about um like the the idea of female teachers kind of being sexual predators on young guys? Most people feel like that's okay, but it's not okay when it's reversed. You you kind of have yeah you kind of have to take that shit as I mean when you're being realistic about it mm-hmm. like the difference is a girl in high school being you know getting into some sort of tryst with her teacher is going to be far more damaged by that than uh, a male who's getting some ass. Why do you think that she'll be I don't more know. damaged? The, oh, yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> because it, it, there's there is that sense of power play. There is that sort of you know what I mean like. It's sort of the same thing with, the, like, the boss sleeping with an underling. And, and frankly, when it comes to bosses, like male or female, it kind of goes the same way. But I feel like when it's a female boss or female teacher, if it's a female in a position of power and then there's a guy who's, you know, the sort of underling, because <laughs> men are generally considered dominant, anyway, I feel like it sort of evens out. Are you endorsing dominatrixes? Is that what's going on here? Always. Not that you didn't previously endorsed that sort of thing but i i endorse it are you officially i, endorsing I, I it? endorse it in theory you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i i don't personally uh mm-hmm. use their services i don't understand it in any way uh but Wait, I certainly, what do you mean you don't understand it's not it? my place to i i said it on my dvd is it the same thing with strippers i don't understand dominatrices because i don't i don't grasp the concept of paying a woman okay to but treat what about me a like lifestyle? shit and beat the fuck out of me what about a lifestyle like if i wanted that i'd just get married right <laughs> what about a lifestyle dominatrix I mean, Where there's just, an, just, in other words, and not an exchange of money. Right, situation. right. I understand. I, I, I'm not personally into uh, women um, uh, being the dominant one when in bed. Um, I think it's cute. Don't get me wrong. It's cute. Um, so I stopped dating Puerto Ricans. 
Very dominant, are they? Are they hot? They're oh, fucking hot. Yeah. Just that they're hot, they're also. Oh, I mean, hot physically, maybe some of them, but like hot headed, just and they're just like. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know that they're tempers? dominant necessarily. I think that I agree that they're having dated lots of Puerto Rican women who, while I worked in a dungeon, um, almost all of them were lifestyle bottoms, really, really heavy. Almost like that they would goad you into slapping them around with their hot-headedness, like that they wanted that sort of control over them. You think maybe that they, they switch that opposite for dudes? You know what I mean? No. Just sort of make up for it? No, because I, I think that most of the girls that I, I dated when I worked in a dungeon also had boyfriends, and they like they preferred tops, yeah, male and yeah. female. When it comes to top and bottom, especially with women, it's not a gender thing. It's whether you're a top or a bottom. That's fair. That's fair. Generally. Not yeah. always, obviously, but generally. Yeah. Well, getting back to this, let's say, teachers fucking students thing, I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. When, in my in my high school, uh, and I went to two different high schools, my first high school, the photography teacher, female, uh, it had it had been shy of, of practically just fact. It was just one of those... Nobody had more rumors floating around about her than this photography teacher. And had and my sister was three years older than me. She went to that school, and it was a rumor back in her day too, where it's like I knew a guy who knew a guy, and then somebody in my class went on like a skiing trip with her. So like it was oh, pretty well known, trips. and she was like she was she was pretty she was pretty hot. Oh, she I was saw that she DVD. was an older uh... it's the Shane's World DVD. I think. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> She was uh she was probably like in her mid mid to late thirties. But she to me, she looked hotter suddenly knowing that she fucking got it on with these, you know, high school boys. I was like, Can I could I could go for that. I clearly was way too like scrawny and fucking weird for her to bother with, <laughs> which made me feel inadequate. But um No, but it, so there was that and then there was another there was another uh in in a later school there was a teacher I don't know if it was ever true or whatever it was one of those this guy may have been fucking this girl thing and it had a very different feel very different vibe where mm -hmm. he was like a stalker you know what I mean it was but maybe he was maybe he wasn't but the vibe you yeah. know what I'm saying yes. and that's what I'm saying is I think that because men are generally considered dominant and women are generally considered submissive when there's a a power switch like that where the woman has a position of power, a dominant um, role in, in a given scenario, I feel like in a way it sort of evens out. You know what I mean? I, it, there is something kind of creepy about that. You know what I mean? A guy who is, say, in his 40s and, you know, not that a chick isn't, but I feel like, uh, I don't know. It, there's, there's not a, it's, it's tough to come down and say like, oh, this is this and that's that. But, there is a different vibe. You don't. You don't agree. I have been using that people agree with your assessment to my advantage pretty much my entire life. Right. But no, I don't agree. You don't. But I, but I use it to my advantage anyway because it's there sure. and I can't change it. Sure, why not? I exist yeah. in the world the way it is. But no, I don't. I don't agree. Hmm. Okay. Justin, you want to weigh on this? <laughs> Got anything at all to say? I concur. Which, with which side? There's, there's opposing viewpoints. Where, 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 what's going on? Yeah, what's How going, are you no, guys no. doing? I'm just, no, I'm just thinking back to, because um, I had a thing, like I said, I had a thing mm. with, uh, with the yeah, teacher. Yeah, yeah, tell me about this. But, uh, no, 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 I shouldn't because then someone will look this up and she'll go to jail. Uh, I was just going to say, you're you don't basically. Have to say, you don't have to say what class. Is that a, is that a felony? 
Yeah. Well, actually, you kind of did already. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. Nobody has to know. Is that a felony? It's fine. I don't know. I know it's frowned upon. It's frowned upon. Nothing happened. It was nothing happened. I do also, by the way, I do think that I do think that that statutory rape should not be considered rape, and it shouldn't go under the sex crime laws. Sex, like you shouldn't have to file as a sex offender for things like flashing, um, statutory rape. Those are the two that come to mind. Um, I masturbating in your car in traffic. Because that's just Friday. Really? I mean, what are you <laughs> going to do? You're stuck, you're stuck in traffic. You're like, you know what? I'm going to pull the out my pesky. 405, come on. Have a wink. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> the hell else am I supposed to do? But I, I feel like they shouldn't be on the sex offender list because that's what worries me is you look at the, you know, everybody's got those fucking maps now and shit, which has I'm, its own implications. I, but have you weird, I have a weird perspective on that because I Please am do. against uh, anyone registering as a sex offender. But when I was a teenager... I sat through um, deposition, case depositions with a friend of mine who was raped horribly, and she's she's fucked up for the rest of her life because of what her stepfather did to her. Uh, she lost her virginity at 13, before yeah. puberty, on the way to church in a car. Like, she's completely fucked for the rest of her life. And she's an amazing, beautiful girl who is completely fucked because of that. And part of her testimony uh, was used to put Megan's Law on the books. Oh. And I sat there with her because we were very close friends while she was yeah. doing this um, deposition. And that's the kind of situation where, I mean, the thing is when I've looked into like, like pedophiles and things like that uh-huh. and, and long-term abuse uh, of incest, or in that case, not really incest, but may as well be. Right. Um, those, those people, there's no cure. They're not going to suddenly go, you know, that was well, wrong. It's also wrong that they throw them in a jail because that's not going to fucking help them. Sitting in a jail isn't going to make them repent their crime. They need to be in a mental institution. They need well, medication. I feel, like, they need I feel a like, you know, stick them in, stick them in with people who rape them proper so they know what it feels like. Put I them in general population like okay. and they'll get that's fine. Okay that's that. fine. But what if when they were a kid, they were raped and that's why they're, they have that cycle. What if they're perpetuating the cycle of abuse? True too. It's yeah, true I mean, almost in all cases. Yeah. Right, but uh, what I'm saying is that 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 person is not going to suddenly uh, repent oh, or change not. their ways. Definitely not. So what would be the purpose of sticking them in a mental institution? To try and rehabilitate them. But you can't. That's. I mean, there are no case studies. No one tries. No, there's plenty of case studies, and that's what I'm saying. Is like across the board, the psychiatrists will tell you they're like they're the one like. The, the highest rate of recidivism is with rapists and pedophiles. Yeah. Mostly pedophiles more than anything else. Yeah. Rapists, you know, they get into this gray area where it's like, you know, was it this and was it that? And did he, you know, was it a passion fucking thing? You know, whatever have you. And, and this is certainly not making an excuse for rapists. I don't want anybody thinking that. <laughs> but I, I just, just so it's clear, there, there's... There's a difference between like a serial rapist and a guy who, you know, roofied a chick or whatever have you, um, insofar as uh, recidivism. And uh, pedophiles, though, it's like they across the, it's like ridiculous. Something. Do you remember the I'm George the, Carlin I'm with jail the, the chemical system. castration idea, though. What's that? Oh, I like that. Um, yeah. Actually, I have another thing yeah, about yeah. that that I was talking about with a, a client of mine recently and, and, um, and rapists and what they should go through in jail. Um, do you remember the George Carlin comedy skit where he talked about the different jails, how states that are yes, square should, yes, be, yes. should be, you should, the rapist should go in one state and then they should have Rape, days where they pulled. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pulled. For three seconds. Yeah. Put um, that shit on pay-per-view. I, it's a little known Get fact. Get Budweiser involved. It's a little known fact that, um, 
prostate massage and milking will cause a man to not be able to either get an erection or to be able to ejaculate fully and completely in the same way that you have an orgasm the way you masturbate or when you fuck. Sure, sure. Um, and I postulated that dominatrixes should be hired to work in jails or in hospitals or whatever, and that every morning the sex offenders, the male sex offenders, should be milked to take the venom out of their snakes. Hmm. That's not a bad idea, but then it, it gets into that. Well, I think it's more kinda, effective than putting them on medication currently. It is, it is. But then you get into that thing. It's like, would the state ever sanction going like, hey, this is what we're... This, what we're doing now, we got this new plan. But get we some girls in here to milk, too much the, on milk the snakes. Prisons. You know Honestly, what I'm saying? <laughs> considering things that states and currently really sanction gonna... and what our country currently sanctions that it's, it's appropriate to spend money on, I don't see it as that fucking far-fetched. Okay, obviously we would just have to do it at Gitmo. Sure, sure. <laughs> Waterboard them and it, milk them. Yeah, yeah, we'd have to keep it there. We couldn't yeah, yeah. do it, you know, out outside of Gitmo. They would all have to be shipped so then there. You gotta, yeah, but then, then you got a transportation problem, and now we're spending more money on that. What I'm saying is the the reversible chemical castration because they found that that in the case of pedophiles, if if you took away that or uh, what the, Prozac, uh, pro, the hormones, whatever have you, um, they're they they won't they're, they're good to go. So you're so talking about you could, Prozac or could, like actually giving them like hormones like a, there's that transsexual. There's take. a I don't know the name of it, but there is a uh, and I'm sure it's still in trials or something like that. There is a chemical like injection, basically that'll that will chemically castrate you more or less. Oh, if you uh, gave a guy enough uh, of, estrogen for it like would a period change. of a year or two, and then so they could just get regular shots like that, basically. Now, this this sex offender database thing, you're saying that you're 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 uh, opposed to registering of any kind. I don't know if you're going on the data that's the. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember where it was. I want to say like Delaware Delaware's or something like that, where they where they basically there's something like you couldn't. If you were a registered sex offender, you couldn't live within, let's say, five miles of a school. And then it was like, oh, and also they can't live within 10 miles of this and three miles of that and Park one mile and of that. All this stuff. Yeah. 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 To where there was no place left for them to go. Well, like they don't own a car. Yeah. You know how the fucking buses work. So they, they had to go to the next town over because they literally were not allowed to live there because there was no place that qualified. Are there rapist towns popping in up the, uh, Yeah, that's basically what happened. So they went to the next town over because they're like, we can't legally live anywhere in the city limits because there's no place that doesn't have a park or a school or a whatever within X amount of miles. So they went to the next town over and then just said, fuck it. I'll drop myself off the list and go into hiding. So now they have this huge, we don't know where any of them are because they made so many laws about where they can't live that now they're just gone into hiding because they got to live somewhere and they just won't register. They're like, fuck it. I think if parents had conversations with children about appropriate sexual behavior and didn't try to repress any sexual Wait, 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 wait. Let's not get would... crazy. You're suggesting parents talk to their kids about, about sex? Parenting. Hold on That now. the fucking pedophiles could live wherever they wanted because there were a whole lot in the town that I grew up in. No, I agree. And when they asked you to get in their van with them, you said, no, thank you, asshole. And you kept walking with a group of your friends that you were walking around with. Again, you're suggesting the parents talk to their kids, and uh, we am, can't I'm, have that in this country. I'm, that's I'm, why there's a. I'm that's a why we can't person. allow gay marriage because somebody's got to talk to their little snot-nosed brat about two gay men love each other, and we don't know how to handle that. <laughs> it's a, it's always comes down to that. Like, what am I, I supposed to tell I, my kids? I wish that I knew what um, institution it was that just published a study on that um, children that are adopted or born into um, gay parents are extremely well-adjusted. Yeah, well, that's what I I read a similar study, and the the biggest problem, 
doesn't come as a surprise, but it's sort of ironic. The biggest problem they have is uh, bullying from other kids that don't understand that. Yeah. Which is like, that's not the gay kid's fault or the gay parent's fault. It's the straight it's, parent's it's the fault. Fucking, yeah, it's the bigoted straight parents. They're like, you're all fags. Look, they have fag kids and everything. You know, How come and it's your like... clothes match? <laughs> <laughs> How come you're so well-dressed? Now, which one's maroon and which one's Why you such a good artist? Damn it. Now, tell me what mauve is. (laughs) How do you know how to cook? God damn it. Yeah, I don't know. Are you want me to get into the morbid shit? Um, You might as well. We're just not going to get off a morbid topic. I'm sorry. It's fine. I mean, I'm I'm fine with it. I'm I'm down for whatever. You're down for the morbid? Down for the morbid. Um, this is in, um, hold on, let me make sure I got the, what's weird is it's reported in a UK magazine, so I thought it was, it took place in the UK, but no, it took place in Oregon. Um, at an open mic. No, not a comedy open mic. That's the the first thing that I thought. (laughs) I was like, here comes the story. (laughs) At an open mic, a man came named, uh, Kip Rusty Walker, which is a pretty killer name, I gotta say. That is pretty killer. Played a song called Sorry for All the Mess. Then he pulled out a six-inch blade and stabbed himself in the chest repeatedly until he died on stage. Wow. Whoa! Was this in Seattle? Where was this? This Oregon. was in Oregon. Okay. <laughs> this is the most okay. hardcore. So at first, everybody was like, wow, that looks really realistic. This is a great performance art piece. He's making a point about teen, su- you know, whatever. And then he just fucking dropped dead. And they were like, well, that was a real knife, real chest stabbing. And I'm trying to wrap my head around, like, what the fuck? What what would I think if I was – would I think it was also a performance art piece? Or would I think, holy shit, this dude's stabbing himself in the chest? I don't know. Very weird. But he – fucking weirdest part is he was telling everybody he was going to do it for, like, a while. He was telling friends of his. There's even a quote from one of his friends that, mm. that makes me think, like, seriously, dude, you didn't try to get this guy help? How many yeah. hits did he get on YouTube? Um, I don't think there's video. Oh. I was thinking the same thing, Damn. too. Um. The friend said uh, – one of Walker's friends claimed that he'd been trying to, planning to kill himself in a public place for some time. The friend said it was almost like he wanted to prove a point. Like there's no point in being scared of death because it's going to happen to us anyway. I don't think that's the point he was trying to prove. And then he said, I actually told him, I was like, dude, this is going to mess a lot of people up. Like, uh, thanks, wait, you got, to, yeah, you got to that point in the conversation and didn't try to talk a dude out of it? Like, I, that's, that's most weird. Most suicides are not... Self stab, self stabbing because it's very hard to stab yourself. I know to death repeatedly yeah. in the chest. It's hard to you stab yourself repeatedly at all anywhere. Yeah. yeah, in your hand, in your arm, anything. Yeah, your body's natural reaction is to don't do that again. Your survival instinct kicked in. That kid yeah, must have yeah. been really sick. Yeah, clearly, clearly, and I mean that's the sort of thing where it's like it surprises the hell to me that this friend of his would say like. You know, like, oh, that's going to mess some people up. Like, really, that's your reaction to it? Is like you're going to fuck, you're going to fuck people up. It's a noble death. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) He did a sort of seppuku, but yeah, yeah, he was off by about a foot, but not at all. Like, what was that guy that uh, that protester uh, who like did a he did a speech in uh, in Japan? He did a speech, and then he took some generals and stuff hostage, and he and he did a seppuku thing, and. and there's a whole – I was reading up one night. I was really bored. I, I get into these things where I, I found out one little factoid, and I'm like, I need to know more. And then I research it, 
Anyway, so the the general accepted way of doing it when you do like an honor killing of yourself, more or less, the way that they they talk about the seppuku, spoku, spuku, seppuku, seppuku. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I say it wrong all this time. Uh, is that you stab yourself basically at the side of the stomach and then you tear across? Yeah. yeah. But then, uh, generally speaking, when it's when it's something like that where you're like I've I've shamed whatever, yeah. somebody else. Takes a swipe at your head, yeah, and they need like certain specially trained fuckers that are like really good with sandwich. So yeah, because that would be really fucking hard too. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's hard enough when they did it with a machine all those times. And then because I don't know what it is about Japanese and the suicides, man. uh, If you if you're the guy that has to lop the head and you don't do one clean, you got a seppuku. Yeah, Yeah. it's just I mean it's just an ongoing chain. It really is. So this this Japanese guy did this speech and he tied up all these generals and stuff and then in in the room he went to seppuku and the dude who was supposed to lop his head off fucked up so he had to so then this other guy did both heads at the same time. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, there should be that's a movie right there. I read an interview with the guy who had to do it and he was like, "Oh, what do we do?" You know, like he not a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) We call it Saturday. <laughs> anyway, so a guy stabbed himself in the chest uh, at an open mic, and I really, yeah, when I first read it, I was like, an open mic? Like, uh, that's a crazy. How that's... am I going to top that? But thankfully, it was a <laughs> music open mic. I don't need to top that. You musicians are Can crazy. You imagine that. All right, uh, while they clean the stage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next up, uh, <laughs> at what point Roger. did they realize that? I mean, how long had he been dead on the stage before it? Apparently, and, I mean, once... he obviously hit a vital organ, or he he would have to bleed to death. Uh, let's see. Um, he it says that he repeatedly plunged the six-inch blade into his chest as the audience clapped and cheered in the mistaken belief it was a piece of performance art. Holy crap! But when he collapsed in a pool of his own blood, they started screaming in horror and rushed to help him. But his wounds were too severe, and he died soon after. That's the part that confuses me. It's like okay, performance art, performance art. Then he falls down, and they're like, "Oh, that wasn't." That seems a weird time to figure out that it wasn't performance yeah. art it's like once the guy falls because i i feel like if it was performance art you'd have to fall you don't stab yeah. yourself in the chest and, and then stand, stand there or thank walk you off. yeah i i really want to hear that song though sorry for all the mess i like hmm. yeah, i like too. the irony of it as well yeah so that's why i was like part of me wanted to go well i wonder if this video just before the stabbing yeah part, i don't need to see the stabbing but yeah. i'd love to hear the song i do want to hear the song right sorry for all the mess which is also should have been done in the hollywood bowl right well, you know what I mean? You can't see shit, and the fucking seats are so uncomfortable. Because the then I would bowl. understand the audience going, the "Was that real?" I fucking hate the Hollywood Bowl. It's so uncomfortable, and they, they charge you for a cushion because you're sitting on a wood thing that splinters. You in gotta your get ass drunk and... enough before you get there that you don't notice that you're sitting on a wood bench. Yes. Yeah, I guess. Right? <laughs> yes. But I, I don't know. They don't have like proper drinks there. They just have beer. I think yeah, before right? you get you, there, or you could do oh, the picnic days pre-game. where you go, you lay out a picnic, you can bring your own pregame, or you know, pills. Know. Maybe you could just Percocet it up, and then you wouldn't know the bench either. I'm trying to think what I, I've only. I think I've only been there once. I think I want to I say twice because I feel like I was like I should have learned the first time, but yeah. I can't remember. What, I saw Dead Can Dance there, and I was like, this was a mistake. Oh uh, really? This was a I was sad that I missed that show. I saw Nick Cave there; it was really good. Uh, let me, let me recreate the Dead Can Dance, uh, concert for you. Really? That was, it was the most boring concert I've ever, 
Like every song, they I've were like, I know on the album this is an eight and a half reason. minute song that's just one note on the keyboard, but tonight we're doing a special 42 minute performance of that eight minute oh, song. It was like everything was stretched out and had like 12 refrains and like, oh, let's throw another bridge on top of the bridge. Let's do a bridge inside the bridge. It was fucking atrocious. It was just bad. I, I mean, sure, they played well. They're talented, blah, 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 blah. But I was seriously like, this is this. I was just in hell. I was like, this cannot go on any longer, can it? And it did. Just kept going. So <laughs> so the wooden seats splintering the ass did Thank not you. help, is what I'm saying. Richard Pryor uh, famously did a show at the Hollywood Bowl where he was uh, – it, it was a gay rights benefit. And this is uh, so Richard okay. Pryor, but it was a gay rights benefit. And uh, he said, you know – I think it's great that you guys have a benefit, and I think it's great that, you know, people are coming together and, you know, wiping out bigotry, but where the fuck were you assholes when we needed you, you know? And he got this whole thing about how, like, it's, there was a, all these various rallies he went through in black communities. The gay people would shun the, the event and things like that. So he just went off, and he was calling them fags and everything else like this. And uh, I love Richard Pryor. He's a great man. Was. Sniffles. I was going to say, he's still alive. From my, from my homie. He was a great, great guy, but uh, I mean, you know, because the thing is, it's like, you know, he used to so suck dick for coke and things like that, uh, you know, or maybe just for fun. It sounded like the way he told it, it sounded like it could be either way. It was a very so weird, if you like, suck a dick, does that make you gay? I, I or is that like, still I experimenting? Like, I, th I feel like you're knocking on that door. Okay. Yeah, I me think too. you're like, hey, let me in. All right. I want to get gay. I mean, I'm just no wondering. I, not that I've. I, I still, just... I still, buy, I still am on the, I'm on the line of thinking that there's no straighter gay people. They're just straighter gay activities. You know what I'm saying? I'm still on that level. Right. Of, where it's like, because I mean, that's the way we have to go as a culture anyway. There's butt sex, right. low jobs, yeah, and flower arranging something. Right. Right. I just gotcha. feel like, you know, because I, I feel like, you know, there's certain people that, that would, you know, I, I've known men and women who've been like, yeah, I'm totally straight, but I, this one girl or this one guy was like, I would fuck that dude, you know, and. Yeah. I, yeah, so, I know a lot of people like that, too. You see, so I feel like at some point as a culture, we have to get to that point where it's like there's no straighter gay people, per se. There's just straighter gay activities. Johnny Depp used to be out you know I mean? until he started doing those. He's, what, there's another pirate movie coming out, isn't there? He he was out really? No, no, no. I'm saying he used to be hot to me. Oh, hot! I thought you said he used but to be you out. Say out. As oh, I said out. I meant yeah. hot. All right, all right. I meant to say hot. You don't think he looks very good in the pirate movies? Uh, the pirate movies it just doesn't do it for me anymore. Really? Why? No. Twenty One Jump Street. I was like, hey, it's kind of hot. Yeah. It was well, he got old. Yeah. That's why you don't think he's hot anymore. I don't know, now. but then he goes ahead so and he you does. Like little boys is what you're saying. <laughs> hey, it's just a mouth. Don't judge me. <laughs> I, I thought this was a judgment-free zone, dude. That's what you told me before you got here. Hey, bro. <laughs> what, what's up, brothers? God. Not cool, bro. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, like, so, uh, Tone on Jump Street, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, those days. Yeah. Pool of blood shooting up towards the ceiling. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like he looks good. He's a distinguished gentleman now. You know, he's he still, like, mumbles and everything else uh, like that. I don't watch my movies. <laughs> doing films and things. He looks like but an old junkie uh, now, and he used to look like a young junkie. You prefer the young junkie look or the old junkie look? Only as it relates to Johnny Depp, I guess. I, should I guess say. the old junkies they have experience, yeah. <laughs> and they figured out how to make it work for them. I like him now. I like him now because of the person that he's become, and because of the the things that he's done in his life. Like 
I when I saw the the Hunter S. Thompson after he died, he wanted his the fist yeah, his yeah, ashes yeah. blown, and that Johnny Depp was the only one who took him seriously and actually did it for him. Yeah, I gained yeah. a whole. I, I think I didn't care about Johnny Depp before, and after that, I really liked him. Yeah, because yeah. I think that's a really beautiful thing to do for somebody. I still think it's weird, although not entirely surprising, that Hunter S. Thompson killed himself. Like it, that's weird to me that he would do that. It sucks. It definitely because sucks. there will be no more Hunter S. Thompson books. Yeah. Ever or articles or rants. Yeah, or, it's, yeah. It, that sucks. I it but sucks that surprised. he died before Twitter. Is a huge bummer. Yeah. Could you imagine Hunter S. Thompson? He, he would actually make Twitter time. worth looking at. Yeah. If he you don't think it's Twitter. worth looking at? Not really, no. no I mean, I have my fucking LOL cats feed on Twitter that I really like. And I like good, to get good. drunk and flirt with people on Twitter occasionally. Good, good. So that's fun. For, fun for when I'm drunk and I like to rant about shit. But You're other right. than that, no, it's like the biggest fucking... My, 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 my dead best friend put it best. He said that the English language is... Uh, the internet is destroying the English language uh, death by a thousand cuts. I think Twitter is disgusting. Wow. And you've said before that you live inside of Dana Armand's asshole. I do. So what do you do while she's tweeting? I'm happy that she's on Twitter. Okay. Because she's not killing me. I mean, you screaming from, are you like, you peek out of the butthole and go, hey, knock that off up there, going back inside. No, I think that she's probably one of the only people who I actually like to follow on Twitter that I find to be, that I'm interested in what she has to say, that she's witty and she cares about being entertaining and she's, she's an entertainer. So your argument, really, then, your argument is is that it's not so much the um, – it's not the medium. It's, it's the, the usage. It's oh, the yeah. content. It's oh, the yeah. usage. Yeah, and, because and I not even all the Hunter usage. S. Thompson on there. Absolutely. Well, see, that's the same thing that – it's like, uh, you know, there was, there's that time just post-high school, uh, about two, three years out of high school, where I just couldn't listen to Marilyn Manson because I fucking hated his fans so much. Where I was like, I didn't even want to be associated. So it's like, and then so I stepped away. Come back a few years later. I'm like, the dude's been doing, been keeping it up. The yeah, shit's there, he was it's great really at the fucking good. Do you remember at the beginning when there was the Manson family hotline and you could call in and hear the fucking voice? We used to do. We used to get drunk in New York City and call in just to fucking hear the messages a billion years ago. Yeah. And then that stopped, and it, he sucked. And then I went to see Nine Inch Nails, and he opened, yeah, yeah. and I was like. We're getting there late because we're fucking purposely missing Manson because he's a piece of shit. And then he got better after that. You didn't care for them back then. No, I, I did the same thing as you. I liked when he had the phone well, line I, where you could call in. Well, because I really saw him at the Nine Nails concert, and then I saw them. They came through Phoenix, uh, played this club called Club Rio, just before Smells Like Children was released. About three, four months before Smells Like Children was released. Mm-hmm. And... uh and it was just so killer. It was such a great show and a tiny little club, and I really loved it. I think it was and that's the when same I got like way way into it. It was the fans, and then Antichrist or um, yeah, Antichrist Superstar that came out. That was an amazing fucking album. It was like you could not go anywhere. Yeah, you couldn't go anywhere really without hearing that. It pissed me off like because I was in high school and I was gothic, and then I was weird and an outcast, and my nickname was Satan, and everybody enjoyed shitting on me, and sure, I enjoyed misspelling there. their names in the yearbook. <laughs> good, good. And handing the little sticker to fix it when I handed out the yearbooks. Here's your sticker, your name on it. Hey, Fuck you. Hey, hey. Um, yeah, I didn't have that. I just had the first part. I'm <laughs> Until a, I went I'm to the second high school, person. it was okay. I'm a power play person. I always have been. More power to you. I mean, if you if I had, I didn't have anything like that. They wouldn't have ever put me on the 
the yearbook, they would have been like, no, we don't want this guy I was, spreading his uh, I was the copy editor. Words. I wrote every single word that was in my yearbook. Nice. Well, there you go. Um, so when Manson came out and all of a sudden everyone this wanted to be This is too lifeless right? fuck smiling outside the quad. <laughs> They're both going to die in a car fire. I hope. Lol. Anyway. There sorry. were a lot of pictures of me and the girls I thought were hot. Good. But when, when all of the little kids discovered Marilyn Manson and decided that they wanted me to be their queen all of a sudden and I was popular, mm-hmm. I was very against that idea. Sure. They didn't like me the way I was before and just because some famous fucking person was doing it, suddenly I was acceptable. Fuck you. See, and I would posit that you carry on that that sort of uh, mentality insofar as like Twitter, where there's a sort of not so much Twitter specifically, but insofar as uh, not ignoring the medium for the message kind but of the thing. People. You know what I'm saying? Like where it's it's like, look, yeah, there's a lot of people that talk like fucking morons on Twitter. I just don't ever read those. I read the people that I want to you know hear from, and I'm very amused by them, and it's wonderful. So I feel like, you know... I like being aggravated about shit. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm <laughs> never going to downplay that. I, I have made a rule in my own life that I, that I am now not allowed to dislike anything that I don't have a rant or a joke about. That's my new rule for myself. So now there's certain things I was just on the I don't like it side of things, but I didn't have a good reason. I just was like, I don't know how I feel about it. It's something bother- that I have to just let go because there's no rant there. It's I just sort of just something bothers me about that. Wisdom. I don't know. Yeah, I'd hate to, I, I'm not allowed to call it that, so right, I'll let you do I it. Think but... it is. I think you're just more mature. <laughs> I, think that's what that I call it a motivation. It's a motivation to write you know, more ranty shit, you know? There like, you I, you know, I'm allowed to hate Kim Kardashian because I have, you know. I love Kim her. Kardashian. Sorry to hear that. She's fucking hot. <laughs> She's hot, but I mean, you know. That's, that's why that's I love about her. where we can end with it. That's, I mean, but I, but I don't get So many women there. think she's hot. I don't, I don't think she's hot. She's fucking So many hot. people. It's not even so much women. There are a lot of. I would just chew on her big ass. Wow. Uh, it's hard not to. Oh, God. Big piece of bubble gum sticking out there taunting you. It's great. You just watch the show with the volume completely off. It's the same thing as I would porn. never watch the show. Volume off. I feel like um, <sighs> it's the same kind of thing with Jersey Shore. It bothers me. <laughs> Those how... people aren't hot, though. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is that, are that there are certain yeah, people. <laughs> it's, it's like almost everyone I know who watches Jersey Shore. I say, why? They say, well, it's just so bad. It's like a train wreck. And I go, they don't care. They're millionaires anyway. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't care why you're watching it. They care that you're watching it. They're millionaires because of people like you who think it's a train wreck. And it's just so bad. Where I'm like, I- I'm genuinely trying to fucking entertain people out there. And yeah. so I've made the joke. You've heard it before on stage. Yeah. But maybe I should just go around and punch you all in the dick. I'll tell no jokes. Or I'll tell, like, really dumb, like, third-grader jokes, and then I'll come around and punch you in the dick. And you'll be like, that was a terrible show. I need to tell my friends about this. you got to see this guy. No, he's, he's a terrible comedian, but he'll punch you in the dick. I know it doesn't sound like a good time, but you just have to see it. It's like a train wreck. It just wouldn't work, though. What I'll would your you Jersey Shore famous. name be? Uh, the you know in, they have, like, little The Inconsideration. Names? <laughs> That's probably what it would be. I like that. Yeah, thank you. Or The Inebriation. That was the other one I was <laughs> kind of going... Usually they they go hand in hand. The more drunk yeah. I get, the less I give a shit about people's feelings. Yeah, and I just have a tendency like it's like a 
my brain is evil. It, it just goes like, let's think of like something really fucking mean to say all the time. And I'm just, I'm, I'm like, I don't really think that, but it just would be funny if I was a complete asshole and I said that. And when I drink, I'm like, I have to say it. It's on my mind anyway. And but I that's have the to, thing. When you drink, like... you're not an asshole. Ah, says you. No, you're just lovably funny. That's well, it. Well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Tell that to like all of my exes. You guys can suck each other's dicks now. No, no, we'll no, wait till later after the show. Oh. I don't wanna, yeah. yeah, I don't want to interrupt. When the we go into the third hour, that's yeah. when we. Yeah, that's when the dick sucking starts. Yeah, yeah. We'll point the cameras it. at Bushka. Ooh, I get to be on top tonight, by the way. All right. I was chafing uh, my neck last time. Yeah, I'm a little tired, anyways. So. All right, good. Yeah. All right, good. good. <laughs> Just as long as we got that worked out, want to make sure that happened. Okay, so uh, moving on to the news. <laughs> Uh, I I really I I don't know how this happened and I don't know if there's been uh, an update as to how it happened but uh, I'm sure this is in every sermon for the next uh, month. A man caught fire uh, while jerking off in an adult store. One of those awesome. arcade booth things. He was doing it right. <laughs> like, I mean, I have jerked off a lot, many times. But never set yourself on fire. Never even felt warmth. Maybe he was fucking a glory hole. And Not even corduroy. the warmth of my loving hand, barely. I. It just says, Danger, Dangerfield said police, uh, whoa, Dangerfield. Lieutenant Troy Dangerfield said Thursday the man was seen ablaze and running out of the Golden Gate Adult no Superstore respect. in the city's South Market neighborhood Wednesday night. Oh wow, that's uh, that's got to be a sight to see. Ah! That would be awesome. <laughs> Just running out the store, it's like, sir, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Dangerfield said several onlookers attempted to help the burning man as he ran past them. He said a group of nearby firefighters eventually grabbed the man and extinguished the flames. The man whose name has not been released. He must love that. Did they pee on him? Was taken to St. Francis Memorial Hospital after suffering severe burns over most of his body. Dangerfield said police do not know how the man caught fire. The incident is under investigation. Was he actually jerking off when he caught fire, or he was just in a porn store? Because people just don't walk around porn No, he was in the, he was in the, like, arcade booth. booth. He was in the little, the little quarter booths. The arcade? Yeah, the little arcade thing. And, uh, yeah, it's... I, I just, I don't even know. But you know that's going to be in every fucking sermon's like, well, I told you those gays are going to hell. God is now setting them ablaze <laughs> in the act. He's not waiting until eternity for all the damnation and hellfire. Not Hallelujah. Until, May until that, uh, yeah. <laughs> now he's getting it done early, you know Until that mean? preacher finds out it was actually his cousin, yeah. you know, or something. Yeah. Or him. Or <laughs> <laughs> Of course. That's how it always works, isn't it? It's, it's got to be the actual... So bored. I need new material. Yeah, like I... <laughs> I'm just... I'm I'm really... The, the visual of a man running out of a porn star just lit ablaze in San Francisco. I don't know why that matters, but it's, you know, it's got that small town vibe. Frisco. It's got such a, you know... If that happened in the middle of, like, Tulsa, that guy'd be running... Well, he, Till he fucking turned into a pile of ashes, really. Pretty much. <laughs> like, nobody would be like, what was... Oh, well. Eh. San Francisco, they care a little bit more. It's a compact community. They might be like, oh, my God. We need to save yeah. them. You know, like... Yeah. Been there, you know. <laughs> no, <it's> like, <laughs> oh, my God. Was that at the Golden Gate uh, adult store? Oh. I told you that lube was dangerous. I was going to say, was the lube flammable or something? Maybe. Is that new Trojan stuff that, that warms up when, <laughs> yeah. you, when, you, when you stroke it? Yeah. It's the it? warming lube. 
That shit. I, I Trojan needs to make a commercial so where you fucking light on, on fire from the... jerking off with their lube. I mean, I had I, need that. I had like a lube years ago that was very similar to that, where like friction would warm it up, and you blow on it, it would cool down. It's yeah. very weird. It's very weird. So you had to like pump away, pull it up, blow on it, blow on it. All right, let's go. And it was uh, it was a very strange sensation. It's a lot easier just to have sex. Yeah, yeah like, probably. You know. <laughs> well, I don't. Like, man, I didn't use it for jerking off. Oh no, no, no. That's pointless. I just yeah. fucking, you know, whatever. Trash it's can. it's pierced, so I, I got the two holes. So the pre-cum all I need, really. It's just a constant. It just falls out the bottom the whole time. So I'm like, oh, good. I'm good to go. It's like a very slow, Convenient slow dripping spigot. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good to go. I don't know. You have... guys did not talk to Dana like this when she was on your show. Or you she, yeah, he wasn't here. It was very oh. difficult to get conversations going with Nat around. Nat oh. has, has severe ADD, and he was high and drunk. So, like, we had a conversation. Oranges! To... Yeah. <laughs> Squirrel! <laughs> uh, we had a conversation about, I don't remember what the fuck it was. Something adult or whatever. Then we moved on to another conversation for about ten minutes. And then Nad goes, oh, 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 censorship. And I was like... Because <laughs> we had talked about censorship ten minutes prior. And he goes, censorship is like a blankety-blank. And, and Dana gave him a cookie. So that was good. Or I think she promised him a cookie. I don't think she had any cookies with her. But that would have that would have saved him. So it was very difficult to get into like, you know Really disgusting really just conversation. Getting into a conversation, <laughs> just picking the meat off the bone kind of stuff. That's why I'm saying she needs to come back on this show at some point. But um I know she's a busy gal and everything else like that. But uh gosh, where were we? Oh yeah, the spigots. Yeah, <laughs> spigots. Little about fiery, me. Fiery lube. Little, little yeah, fiery, about me. Yeah. That's all I'm just saying. Fiery you know. lube. I guess I should start uh, using my... My uh, penis is on fire. Wow, that's nutty. There we go. All Thank right. You. Yeah, got that going. <laughs> Forgot that I had my volume turned down. I'm sitting here using it does samples of, and they weren't working. It just kind of seemed like a Don Hertzfeld cartoon. <laughs> my penis is on oh, fire. fire. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having trouble remembering the name Don, Don Hertzfeld. My anus is bleeding. Little oh yeah yeah yeah! Clouds. My anus is bleeding. Yeah. For yeah. the love of God, my anus is bleeding. So uh, an enterprising uh, gentleman has decided that M Night Shyamalan needs to go back to film school. Oh, and, oh what? It took how many movies for? What? And and he <laughs> and he wants to pay for it. Ah. That's uh, what he wants to spend Or not his money so much on. like he wants to pay for it, but rather at mnightschool.org, we're crowdsourcing enough money to send M. Night Shyamalan back to film school. <laughs> so he says, certainly there must be 150,000 of us film lovers out there who are tired of his schlocky plot twists, canned dialogue, and over commercialized images and auteur. If we all know if we all donate just $1, we can send M. Night back to NYU so he gets the help we all so desperately need. Let's make it happen so we can get him enrolled before he starts principal photography on 1000 AE. And so they're saying, basically, if they gather enough money, they'll send him to film school. If he declines the uh, invitation, they'll send some random lucky schlub to film school. That's so cool. Really Why don't you go? Way. Yeah. I'll right. go to fucking Tish. Thanks. Tish? That's what the film school is called at NYU. Okay. I didn't know this. I went to NYU. Did you? I did. For what? I went to Why? NYU for neuroscience. For neuroscience. I was going to go for Tish, but I decided that I didn't want to be broke, so I didn't want to make film. Mm. Yeah, but I had my does. application prepared. So why are you not a neural scientist? Because I didn't want to 
sign my name to the same ledger as those people. I don't like them. This is again, this is, you see, we're coming right back to it. It's like Twitter and Marilyn Manson all over again. I'm an elitist, yes. Yeah. I'm you a see? snotty bitch. You get, you get people involved that she doesn't like and she just loses interest. Yep. Surely there has to be people in the porn industry you fucking hate. Or does your desire to be in the porn industry supersede the elitism? Um, I think that my closest friends will recount that I rant about people in the porn industry that I hate pretty much fucking constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, Kimberly Kane is fond of calling me fire and ice because I get really fucking amped about it. You need to get her on the show, too. And I, I seen she's her since awesome. I, I yell about uh, how I'm really angry at people who work in porn, and then when I see them, I don't fucking talk to them, and I give them the cold shoulder, hence the ice portion of this. Uh, right, right. I got you. I got you. I am, uh, I am very frustrated with people who make porn and who suck at it, who are unhappy to be at work. Mm-hmm. That pisses me off. It's like yeah. the greatest job. It is the greatest job. Um, and Not for dudes, but go for it. No, it is. It's a better job for dudes because they get directing jobs just because they have a penis, and women have to fucking wait in line or beg and scrape for work when their films are notably and. I could see the director gig being kind of cool, superior. but uh, I couldn't imagine somebody like yelling, "Come on, you gotta come! Don't come! Come! Don't come! Come over here! Come over there! Don't come on this!" And you came on yeah. my suitcase, and I oh, don't, and, and somehow well, a- it's better for girls to be told, "Push your leg back." Further, 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 further. See how far you can get it. Well, look, I'm not saying that there isn't downsides to everything. I'm just saying that, that you know, when it comes to men, you know, they get paid less. They have to, you but know, But they work more, but more. they work more often and they don't time out the way that women do. Time out, what do you mean? Uh, they, uh, they can still work when they're 40. They can still work when they're 50. They can pretty much work for as long as they're willing to shoot well, their Well, these days, up. so can women. Just different. It just becomes a different fetish. It's not you, you can't work every single day when you're 40 and you're a woman, but if you're 40 and you're a man, you can work every single day. Hmm. I don't know. I, I don't, do. Okay. I like the I like the uh, quote unquote milf porn much as I hate that fucking term, but I, I'm I get Why into it. Why do you it. like milf porn? I have no idea. I literally I watched one once. I think uh, that your cat likes milf porn. Also, there's an erection oh, yeah, going yeah. on here. Bushka's big on milf porn. Uh, oh yeah. Um, porn. So when when I was when I was working at uh, Music Plus TV and we had we allowed video uploads, somebody uploaded the entirety like a like an hour and a half long movie that was a milf flick, and uh, I was like, "What is this?" I knew it was porn within like five seconds, but yeah. I was like, "Well, I'll take a look." I'm bored, and I I was sitting there, and and the thing is, I've worked in porn for so long, making websites and and uh, how you and I met as I was making Julie Simone's DVDs and things like that. Fantastically authoring DVDs. Well, thank you. You hear that, everybody? I fantastically author, because we're going to get to that in a minute. You're pretty fast, too. Oh, I try to be. Um, I'm very thorough. He's thorough, and from what I understand from Julie, you're easy to work with. She's very particular about what she wants, and apparently you are, are very kind and nice regarding that. She always said very nice things about working with you. I would hope so. We still work together. We just uh, emailed back and forth uh, this morning, actually. I believe so it. I'm still working on uh, stuff for her. So, uh, anywho, so in all the years of working in porn, it's it's shapes and colors. Like I don't, like I didn't get hard when I was at Fetish Cash or Vivid or God's Girls or uh, Julie Simone stuff. All of it was just you know shapes and colors. Um, and so I, here I am at work, you know, in a non-porn company. First one I've had a job. First, actually, first design job that wasn't related to porn in my life. And I'm watching this thing, and I'm like, and it's this older Asian woman, 
giant tits. And she's she invites the guy in and she's like, oh, Steve's out. Why don't you come in and, you know, sit on the couch and whatever. And and he's just sitting on the couch and she's he's Jewish and Asian. Yeah. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you want some? You want some pussy, do you? Oh, oh my god! She must be doing well. That's, 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 <laughs> yeah. really... that's a niche, yeah. Yeah, it is. Jewish Asian uh, big titted milk. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So she she just pops a tit out, and yeah. I was like immediately hard, and I was like, I, why am I into this? Fucking weird. So sometimes you just have to you turn off the brain and fucking just. Get one done. So I got home and I had to like watch the rest of that fucking movie and jerk off to it. Like I was like, I can't wait to get home. Like it was Won't really the was like the first time that I've ever thought that in my life. And I was like, God, I have. I guess I have a thing for the for the for the milk porn. Um, uh, it, it makes sense. No idea in why. relation to your earlier um, comments about women in positions of sexual power, mm-hmm. and, and not in a dominatrix way, just in that. Explain a muffin. Milf porn. Mm-hmm. It's appropriate and acceptable for the woman to be the sexual aggressor, not in a beating way, sure. but in a in in an attitude way, in a sure. in, in a in a physical removing the men's clothes and all all that sort of way. Whereas teen mm. porn or maybe also regular porn, it's the male is supposed to be the aggressor mm. the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I usually end up feeling bad for the girls in those. Yeah. And who who wants to feel bad for a fucking chick when they're watching porn? You want to be like, that chick's fucking hot and horny, and if she were in my house, she would be doing the same thing, because that's her attitude towards sex. Yeah. So it reflects a really positive attitude towards sex, I think. Well, good. I have a positive attitude towards sex. No, I I take it. Guilt porn, a whole other fucking story. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not not into that at all. Actually, I was supposed to make... uh, I was supposed to make a uh, an older broad site at the fetish company I worked at my first uh, porn design job mm-hmm. and uh, older broad and uh, it was like it was like sixty and above or whatever and I had made some mock ups and shit and I just couldn't wait to make banners because I had the perfect tagline what what <clears throat> come and get some prune tang. <laughs> Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's disgusting, Mitch. Well, I'm just upset somebody else took it, okay? All somebody right. else took that from me. I saw a site um, use that Must years have been later. the Germans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah only, it oh, would only probably. be the, more the Japanese. prunes, I go one yeah, way. You know, yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, regularity. Ah, yes, prune. <laughs> is it sauerkraut? Oh, you just made a scat porn reference. Very nice. Scheiße is good. Um, I was talking to someone about the different genres, a genres of porn, and we were trying to figure mm-hmm. out what it was with gilf porn. And I postulated that it was the opposite of milf porn, that it's more like little girl porn where they're so old and desperate and feeble, like the same reason that people rape 90-year-old women because they can't get away. Like a like a man bites dog where he's sitting on the couch and he scares the fucking like uh, grandmother to death and he only robs old people because they're an easy target. So I think it's an easy sexual target. And my friend simplified it. She said it's actually the gum jobs. Dumber. You think so? Hmm. Mm. I'm trying to think because uh, I was listening to uh, the Jim Jeffries Eddie Yiff podcast uh, called Talking Shit, and they had this guy on there. Uh, Paul Provenza brought on his like some kid that he hangs out with, and he's like, "This kid dates sixty-year-old women." He's like into the older bronze. Okay, perfect. So, what did he say about why? Unfortunately, the kid was one of these. Um, he was weird, but he also knew he was weird, so he kind of took on a further affectation to be even weirder. Oh. And so he yeah. was like really overdoing it. You know what I mean? Like really like every time they tried to get into his head about it, 
he would be like, yeah, I like the granny pussy, the gummer, you know, and all this different <laughs> stuff. And you were like, all right, let's, let's get down. Like, we're trying to study you here. And clearly Paul Provenza was on the same mindset, was like, I want to get into this dude's head. Because it's so interesting. It is. Because I would it love really to have might that be man bites dog, but sexually. Yeah, I, I really don't know I, I, any number of weird. I don't know. I, it's hard to postulate why people like a lot of things. You know, I, I've. I, I've driven myself sick trying to think like, well, why does somebody like this or that or whatever have you? You know, it's uh, I don't know. It, it, yeah, that's I, I feel like just the gummers, though. I feel like that's not enough. You know what I'm saying? Because you could just as easily go for crack horse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just, well, OK, no, because sometimes crack horse only have one tooth. And that's even worse. Than the whole <laughs> but she's a crack whore. You <laughs> right? No, but right? she's just a crack whore, so you can knock that out. Completely... Yeah, you just knock that last one out. She's not, she's a crack whore. What she can do? Go to the cops? Come on. Just, I guess if you're you already there. Knock that one out. You're like, look, this is really ruining it for me. We need to get uh, rid of that. Come here. I'm going to tie this string to a doorknob. <laughs> you stand over there. <laughs> oh, oh, I got to go rub it. one out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think you just uh, rub your friend off. me up. <laughs> yeah, I know. Cool. I know you got to go to the bathroom. I, I don't know how much more disgusting this experience could get. We still have are you really not having a good time? I'm having this? a fantastic okay. time. I just can't believe how disgusting you are today. Today? Mm. I guess we haven't had a lot of like. I get, uh, yeah, I haven't seen you. I haven't seen you in a while. I forgot how disgusting. We usually had like business conversations prior to this because yeah, it was like true. working on Julie Simone stuff. And that's what I was going to get into because it seemed like I thought that you were basically like friend slash roommate. And you were like, oh, well, I'll help her out with these films because I don't have to actually do anything. I just beat the fuck out of people and make out with hot chicks. No, I, I produced the movies with her. Right. I mean, she directed them and wrote them. Sure, sure. But I guess what I'm saying is there wasn't there wasn't so much a requirement on your behalf to do anything um, uh, porn-like. You know what I'm saying? It, I'm trying to think uh, of how to phrase it because uh, I, I don't mean it in any sort of uh, negative are, way. Are erotic art. Right. I mean, they're porn. Obviously, they're porn. Sure. People jerk off to them. You can jerk off to them. They're very sexualized movies that have vaginas and penetration and BDSM mm -hmm. and sexual that, situations. Yeah. Um, but she she slaves over the lighting and the editing. They're 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 high art porn movies. Yeah, I mean, she gets. I mean, it's it's interesting to me. It's like what she would call me up, you know, because she hand me the files for DVD, and I like never watched them. I didn't have time. I was like, I'm <laughs> making the. I'm putting all the footage on the DVD. Sure. If she needs it in two days. You're working to a deadline, of course. Yeah, it's like I don't have time to you watch You can't be this. distracted by jerking off to porn. It's not even I, – I really just couldn't – you know, and I've told her before. I was like, I couldn't jerk off to any of this. Like, I mean, I'm, I, I'd am i be fascinating. You know, I'll watch it as a sort of film. But once the sex scene comes, I'm like, skip. You know, because I – what am I going to watch somebody get whipped for a half hour? I can go to Bar Sinister and see that every uh, week. So Her movies are, are... – are definitely more than whipping. No, I know. I'm just Especially I'm just saying that it doesn't do anything ones. for me, so I, I wouldn't watch the sex scenes because it would just be like, all right, well, I get it. More of the same, blah, blah, blah. And I'd move on. But, for instance, Audition, which still, like, I, I still stands out in my head. Like, it, I wouldn't say it disturbs me, but, I, I like, I, I found myself quoting the movie recently where I was like... <laughs> I was talking to somebody, and I and I took on the what's her name, Gia Paloma. Took on the Gia Paloma voice of like, "You're going to be great, really great," and like I had that vision in my head of like the before after where they show like where yeah, she shows the, the flashback of her going, "You're going to be really great after you got like violently beaten, raped for like three days or whatever." It's beautiful. And uh, 
so yeah, that was like she's very like into the story. So every time I did one of the DVDs, she's like, "Did you watch it?" I was like, "Yeah, I caught a few parts." She's like, "What did you think of the story?" Like it was very like, "Did you catch the deeper? Did you catch the nuances of what I was going for?" So yeah, that's why I like her stuff. My uh, so so basically, it seemed like you were kind of like. All right, you know, I'll, I'll hang out. I'll help you produce the thing. I'll be in a couple scenes. I'll I'll beat a bitch up. Oh no, I paid for half of it. Smack movies. a dude up. What you know what I'm saying? The point is that that as far as action on screen, mm-hmm. uh, it you didn't like. Um, it at least it didn't seem like. And again, I didn't really watch them that much, but it didn't seem like you were doing like insertion things like that. You were mostly like just dominatrix come in, beat somebody up, or or smack no, around, was, whatever. There have was you insertion? Okay. So then it went from that to then I then then you're doing like actual porn and you got an AVN award apparently I, I did. understand I did I've been nominated a bajillion times I couldn't possibly recount the nominations for you but I got an AVN award for Thank a you. scene that I did with Belladonna and actually Kimberly Kane nice yeah so does that, do you hang that up on the mantle and shit it's in my apartment somewhere. Really? It's not one of those things that you, like, hold as a shining example of a thing done right? Oh, yeah, sure. Of course it is. That that was a beautiful scene. Right, That's a gorgeous I'm, fucking scene, and I'm sure a lot of people love it. I feel like if I got, like, some sort of comedy award, it'd be on a shelf here at the apartment. I have it on or a like shelf. Or, like, a glass case. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have it on a you shelf. You said it's somewhere in the apartment. Yeah, is... well, I have a lot of shit in my so apartment. So what, what did you get the award for, then? For um, Best All-Girl Three-Way for a scene that I did with Belladonna and Kimberly Kane. Now this is going to sound like a bit, but I mean it sincerely. How the fuck does one judge that? What is the? How would you? What do you call best? Is it like this got me harder than any other scene that we saw that was up for it, or what? I mean, do you I even don't know? Pretend to know how those people think. Okay, all right. I thought it. I don't know. I try not to get too drunk at those awards. Probably for the best. Yeah, because I I say. Everyone's fucking quiet, and I get drunk, and they always put me in the front, and I say whatever fucking retarded shit I feel like saying. Well, you get some good comedians stopping by there, so you're lucky on that. You get to see that's a good show. true. That's true. There are some good comedians yeah. that are on the stage. It is fun to hang out in the lobby and drink scotch and smoke pot with my friend Sid, and hang out and not be allowed to have sex in the bathroom. Jesus Christ, Justin! What did you just drink that was sour <coughs> up your nose? Oh, what happened? <laughs> I thought he was really offended like, that I was smoking pot with like, one of my fake friends like in the rum lobby. Coke. No, tastes like he's it. trying to get or you. Or did drunk. you put the rum on top? He's trying to get you drunk so you don't fuck him in the ass too hard. I later. rolled it a little bit. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If it's, he's trying right. to roll okay. you. Sorry, man. Yeah. Well, well, that's why I. He doesn't need to get me drunk for that. Come on, I know this guy. Trying to roll you a little bit. Hey guys. Yeah. Hey. Don't give away my secrets. Come on. That's true. I think that. The award that I would be really interested in receiving would be a feminist porn award because I think that those that committee uh, really closely judges and cares about the product that they're reviewing. How does Ellen judge? I that? think that I think that <laughs> I know. I think that AVN just they look at such a large volume. Yeah. That how like you said like how do you judge all these fucking scenes? Right. I think that um, feminist porn awards are a more specialized thing. Now, are they looking for this? This put this puts the female in a good light, and you know what I'm saying? Like, is it stand up for? It the, is, is it sort of like stands up for the feminist cause? It in is a way? female sex positive, but it's not so much so pretentious, so that they don't recognize uh, movies that are made by women that have boy girl scenes in them. Tristan Tarmino's recognized a lot of her stuff as boy girl. Sure, um, and they also recognize that. Uh, female sexual submission can be very empowering and that there's absolutely nothing wrong with being a woman and being a feminist and liking to be submissive in bed, which I very much enjoy that they feel that way because 
I'm a girl top and I like girl bottoms and I don't think there's anything wrong with no, my no. girl bottom lovers and I respect them and I love them and I cook for them and I hold hands with them and I kiss them and then I punch them in the face before we I fist them. Sure, sure. Yeah. I call it Thursday. You yeah. call it, you know, whatever. Tuesday. You, yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. All right. You know. I feel like I save it for the towards the end of the week. Feels like a prize that way. You know, something Tuesday to work morning. towards. Tuesday morning. That's my favorite story. Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday yeah. morning for you as well. I All mean, right. it depends on how old. I might have to is. try it Tuesday. I I just felt like you know give myself a reward towards the end of the week. All right. All right. Yeah, it's like uh, I, have I that... save really depraved shit for the end of the week. I mean, then the fucking. The needles and the fucking saline inflation bags and all that shit are coming out on the yeah. weekend. Yeah. Good. You got saline inflation bags, too. Yeah. You get the foreheads all big, put a dent in there, put the um, little donut. Generally, I do oral sex. Right, right. But, I mean, it I couldn't imagine. Like, that would freak me out to, like, look down and have giant nuts. Also, putting a needle anywhere near my falls would be... Uh, I'm, I, hypodermic needles kind of freak me out, but I do have I, I do have them. Like I have the, the play piercing needles, and they're fun and shit like that. Yeah. Um. Uh. But but I, you know, they're they're re- relatively thick gauge insofar as if it was a hypodermic needle, they'd be pretty fucking thick. But right. they're they're still thin enough to where they're not piercing needles. You know, you couldn't pierce somebody with them. But right. Um. Yeah, I was gonna say I have that book. Um. You you probably read it. Yes means yes. No, I haven't read no. that one. Oh. It's kind of a, it's a weird book. It's it's good, but it's not. It it has a central theme, but it doesn't have a progressive. I don't want to say narrative, but even like a moral narrative. You know, like when you read a book about a given topic, as you get through the book, you become more um, enlightened or whatever have you, more knowledgeable about the subject. Okay. This book is a series of blog posts from different authors, basically. Oh, that's fun. All about yes means yes. Um, and uh, female empowerment and uh, things like that. The, the basic idea of the book is the is the sex positive. It's it's the saying that uh, what is it? There's an actual term they use instead of um, instead of teaching women, you know, or instead of teaching society rather that it's 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 say no if you don't want it. It's say yes if you do. It's uh, God, there's a phrase and it's killing me that I can't think of it. Uh, enthusiastic consent. I like that. Yeah. That's so it's one. all about enthusiastic consent. The whole book really goes around enthusiastic consent. Um, that's why I really enjoy it. But it's a bunch of blog entries from a bunch of different authors. So it doesn't progress in a sense. You don't necessarily feel like, oh, now I'm getting more information about this subject. You're just now seeing a slightly different viewpoint from somebody else. But they do talk about like bondage and things like that and submissive. In fact, that's the first chapter is all about that. And uh, yeah, I, I, I've done a lot of the. I like feminism studies. I'm still sort of working on this book that I haven't figured out which direction it'll go in. Because um, originally it started out as like a book about like um, sex in the modern age, if you will, and relationships mm-hmm. and dating and stuff like that. Because I'm just so fascinated by people's psychology in that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, then it turned into a book kind of about like like mainstream feminism more or less and mm-hmm. sort of like to some degree trying to steer the feminism bus onto more sane roads. Yeah. You it know what I'm saying? To a more humanist approach right, rather right. than a feminazi approach, which exactly. can be very off. Yeah. We, um, one of my friends commented on the feminist porn awards as uh, those bunch of fucking dykes. And I was like, ah, okay, <laughs> I guess they are a bunch of fucking dykes, but they're really nice people. And most of them, I think would err on the side of humanist. Right, right. Well, that's just if you really it, looked at their philosophy, it's more humanist than it is feminist necessarily. Yeah, that's. I think that's the side that people don't see. The side that people uh, 
are so quick to be like, oh, that doesn't exist. Feminists well, all, all hate men or whatever have you. Why is it called 70s, feminist and not humanist? In and- the 70s, the, the really popular feminist manifestos and that exist to this age as, as people remember the popular feminist manifestos sure, are like sure. the scum manifesto. Right, right. Which... Right, it's, is, it's all is, that kind is, of thing. Which is my kind of train wreck that I like to look at. <laughs> I think that the Jersey Shore is a really passe train wreck because I grew up in Jersey, but the Scum Manifesto to me is a real fucking train wreck, and if people want a train wreck, they should look at that instead. Right, right. Well, I think it's, 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 the, it's the thing of like people go, oh, why isn't it called humanist or why, you know, it's this kind of thing where they assume that it's, it's anti-male because I, I think that... And it's not. It, it's the same kind of thing that you find in uh, race relations as well. Is yeah. it sort of... It's... there. There's sort of a tendency where you have to have a certain amount of retaliation before you can start working on the equality. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like... And that's sort of a question I've had for my... Just in general, uh, myself and otherwise, feel free to weigh in, is can there be equality without any retribution of any kind? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because if you've been a part of a repressed class for so long, do you go, hey, we're peaceful and loving, you know, hey, you know, let us just do our thing? Or do you, beat or the do door you down? first have to kind of beat the shit out of people so they'll listen and then go, all right, all right, the fighting's over. Let's calm it down. Let's get, let's get real. Well, now you're like Malcolm X versus Martin Luther Kinging it. Right. Right. Which is, but which, I think which is a had, very noble conversation you had, in comparison. But you had both. But you had to have both. I feel like if you just had one or just had the other, it would be go. It would go terribly. But it's it's basically it's so far as I don't give I don't I don't give women shit. Uh, I don't give feminists shit necessarily for pointing out various uh, patriarchal injustices. Where it's like, oh, well, that's the patriarchy you're doing. Like, I don't necessarily call them out and go like, oh, now you're being an uppity bitch. Because it's like, as well, you, you they, might have a good point As here. long as they agree about most of the misogyny, especially in Los Angeles, is perpetrated by women towards other women. As that's long as they it, understand yeah. that and they're willing to concede that women aren't perfect creatures, that women are just as responsible for our system as men are. I mean, and that's, that's the, talking about matriarchal societies and feminism. Um, when before the Homo sapiens and Neanderthals bred together, as now we know by scientific research that they did breed together, and that all people are part not only Homo sapien but also part Neanderthal. Um, in those primitive societies that were uh, matriarchal societies, because the men were off hunting, sure, and the women were at home making babies and dealing with each other, like the uh, uh, not like lions, but you know, because sure, obviously sure, lioness yeah. did the hunting, but um, women. Where that's where cattiness comes from. It's genetically bred into women because right. you had to agree with the other women in your tribe, or they would fucking kick you out, and you would die in the wilderness by yourself. Yeah, and that's why women talk nice to each other's faces and shitty behind each other's backs because it's a it's a survival fear instinct. It's not out of love or beauty. It's out of fear, and it's disgusting. So I think any just purely feminist culture is it's flawed without being humanist because of because of the way that human beings are in terms of our our, our breeding nature and our societal nature and our cultural nature and that most feminists like to fuck men right right and they want men to be attracted to them and they wear lipstick and they wear high heels and they you know even if they feel like they should be paid just as much as men well men should still look at them and they should still be sex objects well, it's it's the kind of thing where I, I I've I've seen it happen where uh, women will 
casually get interested in feminism. And they'll read your basic, you know, articles of confederation, if you will. <laughs> uh, and they'll, they'll read the various things. And immediately, it's the, right out the gate, all men are scum. And then they have to dial it back to deal with the, oh, well, wait, I don't actually buy, buy that because, well, I have a boyfriend or because, you know, I still think this dude's hot and I want to, you know, fuck this, you know, whatever the hell. Yeah. And so they have to dial it back. And there's this weird sort of dichotomy, at least internally, where they, they – get into a place where it's like, well, it's too absolutist, I guess I should say, where it's like it becomes a situation where they go, well, I either go full feminism and hate dudes or I go laid. right back and pretend <laughs> I didn't read this at all and all feminists are, you know, uppity bitches mm -hmm. that haven't gotten laid in a while. And that's the problem is that, that our society likes these black and white things, like yes. where it's all this or all that. And so that's why I was saying the book kind of steered towards like teaching men and women sort of some feminist things, some mainstream feminist things so we could all sort of get along. But then I got into another thing where it was like, well, maybe the book should be about like the history of relationships and where they might be going and sort of just exploring how weird it is right now. Cause so we're it all goes back to parenting. Place. It basically. is really, it is really fucking weird right now. <laughs> Isn't it? And Male I think and female that relations are at, a, at a peak of really awkward and fucking weird right now. We're at you and I, and, and Justin, we're at, we're at this, our generation is at this weird fucking crossroads where it's like, we grew up where during a cultural shift as we got older. Yeah. So it's like, I get into this fucked up thing where I can remember, for instance, this will sound like a, just a sex joke, but I, there's a point here. When I was 17, I hooked up with this girl who was like 25, and it was the first girl who ever like gave me head and then swallowed, said just in no no big deal, didn't make an issue of it, wasn't like, oh, God, you know, didn't need water, just fucking – and I was so impressed. I was like, wow, that's what it's going to be like when I hook up with 25-year-olds. I can't wait till I get <laughs> into my 20s. And then uh, – and it, it did turn out that as I got older, more women were doing that. But, like, I could bang a 19-year-old tomorrow and she'll, be, she'll do that. You know what I'm saying? Whereas they were not doing that when I was 19. They were still come as icky. So it's like there's, a, there's been a maturation of society as well as the people that I've dealt with because I've gotten older and they've gotten older. I think you know that's what I'm really nice that you are seeing that positive <laughs> side of the over-sexualization of our culture. You, God are you are you, the are internet, you about I to suggest a negative side to it? Yeah. Okay, please do. Yeah, I'm I'm suggesting that women don't intim like don't intimacize sex as much as they used to because they can watch so much fucking porn on the internet and women are starting to objectify sex in the same way that men can, but women are taking it a fucking step further. They're objectifying other people and themselves and it's becoming a very dark and very negative and self-effacing objectification process i feel like talking to and and here's here's what's so interesting about our generation and the cultural shift is i did a, a mainstream porn radio show i talked to you about it recently yeah, yeah and i got to interview a bunch of young porn girls and i just want to fucking pick their brains right right Bring because them on here. I do, too. I did not watch porn <laughs> when I was 14 years old, but that's because I couldn't watch porn when I was 14. And if I did get porn when I was 14, it was like Zazel and latex, like really beautiful, stylized, gorgeous fucking porn. And they're watching like disgusting gonzo on the Internet. Sure. sure. And they're not romanticizing or fantasizing porn. They're animalizing porn. And women animalizing sexuality has never happened in the history 
of human sexuality it, to the extent that it's happening now. And these girls are sexually empowered. They make $1,000 a day. Some of them work every single fucking day of the week. And they're like, porn is fucking awesome. I got herpes. Who cares? I have fucking anal warts. Oh, it's I don't fine. Pick them anymore. Because, <laughs> because I'm a woman and it's my right to act this way because I see other women doing it on the internet. Well, I can remember, like, for instance, the first porn I ever saw, I was fucking like 18. Um, and my stepdad had like a box of I got old heavy VHS into porn tapes. when I started working in the sex industry because we would sit around the dungeon and right. fucking well, watch when, porn. What was the first porn you saw? Or actually, let me let me pose you a different question because this is one that always fascinates me. Is it seems like guys growing up there there is no shortage of of it's there's got to be a guy going around every town and leaving porn in the woods or the yeah. dumpster. There yes. has to be one guy who's and doing. Girls weren't picking yeah. through the porn in the dumpsters, but so it's now like they as are. A, as a as a young kid, I saw plenty of pussy and and titties in magazines and whatever have right. you. Not and so I, much in film, but in you know, but there are in movies you do see titties, but Girls don't see dicks everywhere. No. So it, it occurs to me that it probably happens that women have seen, by the time they see their first dick in person willingly, there's not many dicks to, to compare it to, if any. Now they there even is. Know. Well, yeah, now sure. There is, but, but I'm but saying, when we like, were growing for your, up, No, but I, I'm specifically talking about you. Mm-hmm. How, did, the, did, you, did you see a lot of dicks, like, in magazines or whatever have you? No. Obviously, they're not in film and shit is the other side of it. There's not a lot of dicks in film. Nope. So it's like, did you do, I mean, did you, the first dick you saw, was it in a magazine or in person? In person. Really? Yep. First time you saw a dick and you were like, that's crazy. For years and years and years and years and years. Yeah. Wow. Did it scare you? I mean, were you like, what the, what is this business all about? (laughs) What? Tell me about your business, sir. Not really. I mean, I come from a very sex positive household. Well, I'm just thinking if so the first time I saw a like... pussy was when I was face to face with it, I would be I don't know what I would have thought. I had I had I had time in my youth to, you know, intimate myself with the the stylings of the I had a vaginal world. brother and Okay. I mean, my parents were very cool. Still are really fucking cool about bodies and sex. They're 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 like Nudists, I guess. they're now they're like sixties they're sixties fucking hippie jesus freaks they're Uh. super lovey they're really rad like the church that i grew up in when i was a kid had uh transsexuals back obviously in the 80s before there was the hormones so like just cross-dressers and gay couples and my parents pointed at gay couples and they said some ladies like ladies and some men like men i said okay yeah and they pointed at transsexuals and they said some men are born women and some women are born men i said okay that'd be a little harder to grasp i think I don't know. As a kid, maybe you just accept I'm very gender it, but... androgynous, so I completely... Yeah, no, that's... I'm not saying there's anything wrong it. with it. I just literally... I feel like I might go, wait, I have questions now. Oh, yeah, and I did, and they answered all the questions that I had in really calm and... Cool. Yeah, my sister used to dress me up like a girl. I was in the Girl Scouts. I believe that. Yeah. I went around it selling cookies in the skirt and everything. You have a lesbo vibe going on. I yeah, get it. yeah. I'm a, I'm a real butch dyke, man. You I'm are. I gotta tell you. You're a butch dyke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Although I still like makeup, so, you know... I can go lipstick lesbian sometimes. It's cool. You know, it happens. It happens. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't remember if, I, if we were going someplace else with that. I have more news. I should probably turn on the uh, probably turn on our uh, our Skype here and see if we can't get some calls going on. Yeah. Is anyone uh, saying anything in the chat room? 
Dana was talking earlier. She was she was laughing at your bear trap comment. Oh, that I'm a bear. <laughs> she just wrote bear trap we, and I kind of thought like you know. She likes my bear trap. Like I couldn't really see if I live in Dana's asshole. She lives inside my bear trap. She digs it. Naturally, naturally. All right, we are uh, taking calls here at three one zero. Yay, riff! Or if you're on Skype. You can try the uh, screen name, S-T-R-8-R-I-F-F-I-N, Stray Riffin. Um, if you're in California, it'll be a free phone call. And uh, probably really anywhere if you have a cell phone, it's nationwide free calling. Free. Yeah, yeah that's true. Who doesn't? So chances are you're fine. It's not like a it's not a toll number, so to speak. It's uh, just a regular-ass phone number in California, 310. <laughs> Yay, Riff, feel free to call whenever and interrupt and say, talk some shit and, and whatever have you. I feel like I had another article. Um, ah, here we go. Bill Clinton got a lot of shit for uh, some remarks he made about Times Square uh, recently. If I can pull the thing up. Oh, it I'm was... sure he has a fucking opinion <laughs> on the subject. I love that man. I miss him. He's I a do. pussy hound. I miss him. I miss him. Look, everybody's got to have their passion. All right. I'm not. I'm not here to. I'm not here to judge. Let a let a guy hold cabinet meetings and whip his dick out. You know. He was he was all right by me. Uh, let's see his uh, his actual quote. That's was, why I uh, like working in porn because people just whip their dick out if they feel like it. It's not a repressed. Situation. How you doing? Pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Asked if he had any memories of the area before it was sanitized and later pedestrianized, he said, "When I was 18 Whoa. years old in November of 1964, a freshman at Georgetown, I first went to Times Square." I bought a steak at Tad's Steakhouse. I heard a guy ream his mother out, poor working woman, because she'd given him a hi-fi instead of a stereo speaker. I remember everything about it. I saw a hooker approach a man in a gray flannel suit. Pretty heady stuff for a guy from Arkansas. Yes, look, I still have vivid memories of it. Romantic. Fascinating. So now everybody's like, he was romanticizing hookers. I like, I likes to get freaky. What can I say? Sweet, you know, hookers. Hookers, pot, fat chicks, Twinkies, what? You got problems? We didn't have problems with his president. We could take the feminist argument so many places right there. Go Hillary, ahead. Hillary Clinton and fucking people considering being interested in Hillary Clinton as a politician makes you a feminist, which I think is complete bullshit. Yes. Um, oh. And that somehow she was a feminist because she stayed with a philandering husband for her fucking political career, which I also think is complete bullshit. You think she didn't do that or you think it's not she feminist? She did that. It's not feminist. Okay. At all. I, I don't think, think it is either. I think I that's what she did as a person. That's what she chose to do for her career. It was a power play, she knows yeah. It was a power play. And people consider women doing things, doing making power play, as being a feminist, which is fucking bullshit. It has absolutely nothing to do with feminism at all. In fact, yeah. in her case, it was the fucking opposite of feminism because men are allowed to get divorced and still hold fucking uh, offices in politics, but women definitely fucking not. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like if she would have divorced him, I feel like she we would have forgotten about been, her. I feel no. I feel like she could. No, have struck we would have forgotten about. In her. my head, no. she could have no struck out on she... her own. She could have gone out and been like, "Look, this is how it goes down now. I don't put up with shit." You saw, I didn't just stick with a dude for my political no, career. Do you remember? Like when I, we were... I'm, I'm out, strong woman. Maybe. I'm doing it on my own. Maybe Second. you're right. No I don't way. know. Maybe no I'm way. over ex- over. Do you remember uh, when we were kids and she was fucking baking cookies and trying to up her feminist image, her, her female image? I, I think that not. she's a fucking cookie baker. I look. This is this is this is what I I keep wishing for us to get back to a time when we didn't give a fuck who was president. I miss those days. 
I don't know if they'll. I don't think they'll ever come back. But that's what I was hope. That was my biggest hope for. Why? Obama. Because everything was good. No, just when we did we not we give a fuck? Because we were kids. No, we're <laughs> and all we wanted to do was play. Yeah, well, no, I think, I think it was fucking sitting in and fucking nerds candy. There's 24 hour news, which has a huge effect on it. Agree. There huge, wasn't 24 hour news when we right. were kids. I, I think there was less scrutiny of every little goddamn thing a president did. I just was hoping that that basically that that was my hope for the Obama thing was that he could sort of fade off and we don't hear about it when some shit went down. Which is, I was an adult during. the Bill Clinton's presidency, and you only heard about him when some shit went down. It's and I like that, man. It's, yeah. the, it's the internet, but I don't everything. need to. Yeah, but it's like we don't need to be living up his ass, so to speak. You know, I just feel like you know. Why now, not? And my my analogy was that George Bush. I tried to do that, but he was like the neighbor's yapping dog. Where it's like, dude, fucking somebody shut that fucking dog up. Yeah, he's an idiot. I'm trying to sleep. You know what I mean? And he yeah. was out there just being fucking. You know. You know sniffly george nuclear you know and uh <laughs> so i was that's what i was kind of hoping for with the obama thing is i feel like just let the fucking let the guy do his thing or whatever let look the government sucks and i think that's the one thing i really like uh right now about our country is that we've all lost fucking hope and what I if we love... took a year and just shut down all the internet oh god i wouldn't be able to live right how would i how would i function how <laughs> what if we, we did be able that? to do this show no no i mean i know of course Bored but what if we did skull. that what would that do for our generation, I mean, mass suicide. <laughs> I have no idea. I because there's so many things that you use, quote unquote, the internet for. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I, like my father. You know, we do the show on Tuesday where I call him on Skype and I record it. And in his mind, he's not online or on the internet until he launches a browser. Right. So, like when we're talking on Skype, he's all okay. So, you know, I'm online as well. And I'm like, you're online because we're talking on Skype. Like, that's how you're online. You have to be online. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, he's having a hard time grasping it. And I, I'm trying to think of the simplest ways to explain it to him. So it's like, do you mean, because there's so many things I'm saying is that the internet is so far reaching and there's so many things you use it for. Yeah. That uh, 90% poor. That you wouldn't but even, yeah. <laughs> at this point, I feel like it's sort of maybe 70%. But, uh, okay. There's just so many things that you you know. I work hard, so ninety percent porn. Go ahead. <laughs> fucking getting flight information. You know what I mean? They, that's all done. Eighty-five percent. You're right. Okay. okay. Gotcha. 80, Eighty-three. Everything I mentioned. Like, okay. Eighty-one point okay. two percent. Uh, so I don't know. I I just feel like I just wish we could kind of go back to that where we didn't really talk about it unless some shit went down. That's that's sort of what I like. But what I was saying is I like that there's a lack of hope in America. That sort of. Any person you talk to yeah. on any side of the political spectrum has something just painfully angry about the government. Because like, everyone's an government. expert. I think no, that it's, it's terrible. Good, I think that it's terrible that we have a lack of hope and a lack of faith in our government because it means that when revolution comes, people will be uneducated and ready for whatever form that rev uh, revolution oh, yeah. takes, even if it's a totalitarian state. We yeah. will be okay with it because we're so fucking unhappy with democracy and we're so unhappy with a black dude as president and Hillary Clinton is such a fucking nasty bitch that there'll have to be some fucking old white geezer telling us exactly what to do in non-specific or specific terms depending on what it is Not that we won't want to yeah. vote anymore because it's a fucking hassle and we don't want to hear it on TV all You the are time. looking at the glass half empty. Or half full, half empty. You're being a cynic and telling me that I'm being a cynic. No, 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 no. I, I'm. You are. The You're lack of no, 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 no. Hope. The lack of hope is I see as a positive thing. No, it's bad. 
It's very for bad. For you, it's bad. It's I'm very, looking at the. It's very bad for everybody. I would rather light a candle than to curse the darkness here. I think that when you look, lighting a there candle are certain, would be proposing there are a different certain thing. problems. <laughs> there are certain situations where lighting a candle is not the same thing as losing hope. That's the opposite of no, losing no, no. hope. There are certain. This is what I'm saying. There are certain situations where people will hold out hope in a hopeless situation, and that's what gets you into trouble. When you're in a hopeless situation and you hold out these weird ounces of hope instead of making a change because you know that it's hopeless. Okay. That's, that's what I'm that's talking fine. about. Right. But so what, I, what I'm saying is, is like somebody who continues along a path and they're like, well, I haven't made it yet, but, but I, I still hold out hope that blank, blank, blank. Whereas instead of holding out hope, they should give up on that and move on and do something, make a change. To, once you've lost that hope, then when you when you reach that hopelessness, that's when you've got nothing to lose. When you got nothing to lose, you're forced to be fucked with. You know what I'm saying? I'm really gonna so enjoy. I'm with, I'm with the idea doing that everybody's your non-broadcasted like, fucking podcast after we are in a totalitarian society because we have all lost hope regarding the government <laughs> I don't, situation. I don't look because I, we're the first taking, people that they'll shut down. Exceedingly, that's that's an exceedingly <laughs> negative viewpoint. But it's true. If you're listening, it's not true. We're not in a totalitarian state. <laughs> not, we're not yet. In, we're right. maybe ten years you're, away. No, you're assuming that it's only going to get worse. I'm assuming that people know how bad it is, and the more obvious how bad it is, the more people go, okay, okay, we need to fucking look over this shit and make it better. This okay, is how bad me, it is. We're example. on the air. Give me an example of that in current <laughs> society, of how someone realized that it was bad and tried to make it better. Give me an example. Well, just one example, Mitch. Just one. In current society? Yeah, just one example. You want, like, what, technology example? Anything. Do I... Any... I give you anything. Somebody said, anything? oh, this is really bad, so I'm going to do something for a positive change that wasn't self-servicing. Oh, I don't care if it's self-servicing. Everything is. That doesn't bother me in the least. I'm saying any sort of change where you go like, "Hey, shit's fucked. Let's 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 do it a slightly different way. Okay, let's change something." Okay, give me an something. example of where that actually happened. You want? I can give you shitloads of technology examples if you want those. Go ahead. Those are super easy. Uh, iPhone comes to mind. There's a shitload oh, of oh, the iPhone. Now I'm not saying they're like, you know, I'm just as a very quick and easy example. Okay, that's a situation where. Smartphones were were you know your Blackberries with the the keypad thing down here and this tiny little screen yeah and it sort of went on this crappy little web browser and everything looked weird and everybody had to make a mobile op- mobile optimized site and then Apple said nah, let's go this other route and now all the phones look and act like that that's I'm not saying they weren't self servicing so I'm certainly not opposed to that so far okay as that uh, feminism comes to mind as well that's a group of people who said hey women are being downtrodden women are being undermined we're losing power but when wars come and all the men are away at war we're taking care of this country we should be recognized for our contribution and that's moving and they've moved that's it forward not current. we have no but that's an ongoing thing that was in thing. the 50s that's an ongoing thing I don't think that I'm not saying right now that there's what you want me to point out to an exact example in society where right at this minute yes. there's a huge cultural shift. Yes. Whereas what I'm saying is that there's a constant cultural shift because you've always got the dinosaurs that are going to be like, I don't like change. I wish I could still own black people and beat my wife and nobody'd send me to jail. And so that's an ongoing thing. I think they don't just own black thing. people now. They own everybody. And I think that the iPhone is a perfect example of how they own everybody. Who's owning anybody with that? I'm just, I'm just kind of a goofy example, but just a sort of example of like somebody Suck going, it. I don't like this and uh, fuck it. We'll go this route with it. You know what I mean? That, that's just it's, – it's, it's a very easy, brief example. But, um, 
But yeah, current society, all these things are. Okay, what about the government? Who's who's sad about the way the government's working and they're changing it to make it better? Everyone. Who? Oh, come on. Everyone's sad about how the government works And right who's now. changing it to make it better? I feel like everybody, but I don't think we have a fucking no plan one's of doing attack. Anything. Yeah, we I don't, don't have a plan of attack. We don't have attack. a plan of attack. And that's the problem. No, I know that. But what I'm saying is that, that plan of attack comes out of losing hope in the current plan. I disagree. Well, okay. I think you that right now, agree. still, we'll people lose hope, they turn to religion. Nah, terrible idea. No, yeah, they do. Terrible, terrible idea. idea. But they do. I'm not saying they don't. We're but not out of that generation are, yet. There are, some people, there are some people well, who, can, who can turn religion into a into a positive thing for yeah, themselves. Yeah, that's a- agreed, because we can't be out of that generation because most religious ch- churches, most institutions, run the socialist programs in this country. Ooh, ooh, that reminds me. Uh, um, I do have a news article about... Uh, You're right. I'm I always love it. articles that, that, that sort of prove there's no God. Um, I, I talked about before, like when TK was on, about how uh, people who, who get prayed for in hospitals die more often than people who aren't being prayed for. Here's a here's a <laughs> nobody dies more often than anybody else. I'm telling you, statistically, the people who Mitch, people, people who are die, everyone's going to people do it. who are in a coma have a higher likelihood of surviving or or uh, let's say they're they're on their deathbed with cancer. Not so much deathbed, but if they they're stricken with cancer, certain things, the people you have a, it's a higher rate of survival for people who aren't being prayed for. Well, that guy Steven Seagal in that movie Hard to Kill, <laughs> no one prayed for him. He came back hard here, as shit. And I would be way too serious. He came back hard that. as shit, guys. Long lifespan linked to poor church attendance. <laughs> I'm is just the telling latest, you. Is the latest study that's been put out by the International Journal of Social Economics has found that um, that that people live longer um, when they when they stop going to church. I wonder why. Yet again, no God. I'm just trying to. They have money instead of. Well, (laughs) they have money left. They don't cling to their guns and religion. Is that what you're saying? Well, honey, we had to cut back on the bread and the eggs because I gave it away in the basket. Right. So (laughs) let me put it this way. Let me put it this to to you this way. Um, You're taking the negative view that not only is shit fucked now, but it's only going to get more fucked. And there's. I guess uh, it sounds like you're implying there's nothing at all we can do about it. No, and you're that's just not true. angry. I, and not that there's nothing at all we can do about it, but that we are busy nothing watching. Nothing that we would do about it. There, we are busy watching South Jersey, Jersey Shore or whatever, instead right. of deciding how we should change the government. I see. I think there are definitely people that are deciding how we should change the government. I'm not saying that we're all paying attention to them right now, but there are definitely people... Every day I get fucking emails because long ago I had a subscription to uh, Salon.com. And, oh, Salon.com. So it's like I, I get I get emails four times a day about like, you know, we're, we're, you know, sign this petition. Check out this thing we're doing and everything else. And I'm not saying it's helping, but at least there's people out there coming up with plans. There are people that are trying to make change. And you can get into the self-serving thing, but I don't. I don't think that apply. I don't think that matters. I guess it's I true. think that you're right. I think that people are hopeless, and it's a hopeless situation. I don't see a lot of change going on. I I'm I'm down with hopelessness. I'm way into hopelessness because I'm I feel not. like when you when you're hopeless, that's when you make change. Because when you're hopeless, then you've got nothing left to lose because you've exactly. given up hope. You've exactly. gone. I, there's nothing I can do with this current situation. It needs a change. It is hopeless. What the problem is that people keep clinging on to a hopeless situation. Can I point out a hopeless population that were ruled by totalitarian society? Yes. Nazi Germany. 
Yeah. That's and, how that happened. And it and, and we came in and saved them all. Like Jesus. We. <laughs> like you did it. Yeah. I was like, hey, man, I know I won't be born for another 50 we, years. We but... waited a good long fucking time before we came in and saved everybody. Yeah, I know. It was a, it was a crazy time, man. I think crazy we should world. take away all the Ustream stuff that we do. I mean, God forbid that they would take away our our show. I would hate that. But what if they did that? What if they took away all of this Who's Twitter? They? No, the government. What if Who's they took that? away? The government's going to suddenly go, ah, no more Twitter. Yeah, no assholes. more Twitter, no more Facebook, no more of this uh, uh, YouTube. No, they wouldn't. There's stuff. so much shit on there. They're happy that people are distracted. Of course, with exactly. Bullshit. They're distracted. But what if they did? What if they did that? And then everyone would be like, well, all we're hearing is what's going on. Like Maybe we I should just, do something. You know I, just, I think oh, that'll like, be after. The I just feel like there is so many people that are like hopped up on doomsday and conspiratorial theories and and have this negative mindset. And I just I'm just like you know what? Let me be the the bright shiny center that everybody. Hey man, we we got a year to go, bro, you. and then we're done. So wait a minute. So you're Big hopeless, but you're come. a bright shiny center. I, I, Isn't that I, the no, opposite no, no. of hope? I said that the current situation, <laughs> the current path is a hopeless one. And you okay. need, and, and, and I'm, I. You're being find, the center of hope and hopelessness. I find positivity in that hopelessness because that means you drop the shit and you fucking do something new. And I'm excited by that. I'm excited for the future. You're There's excited a lot of, by Nazi Germany? Look, if you watch, you ever watch Cosmos, Carl Sagan's Cosmos? I have, yes. Okay. Do you remember the one where, uh, where he talked about a uh, a new consciousness arising and things like that. Yes. It's like one of my favorite speeches of all time. Just listen to him talk He's about a new consciousness arising. He's arriving. a fucking genius. And, and there is, if you look at how things, I'll give you an example. Our friend Teddy Tutson, who came on the show, first episode uh, we had. And um, I, showed him a, I showed him a photo the other day that I came across where it was these two black kids uh, hanging out like on a street corner and stuff flipping off a guy standing there in a KKK outfit, like 10 feet away. And he's all, man, that's just is going on in broad daylight. I was like, you're looking at the bad side. How about 50, 50 years ago? They couldn't do that. Yeah, the, those black kids would have been lynched. They would have never thought. They would have run as fast as they possibly could. There are There's a lot of change that's happened over the last fucking take a time period. There's a lot of positive change. We've grown so much as people. We've grown so much. In fact, while I'm no vegetarian and I don't particularly care for PETA, I sort of like their – I get where they're coming from. But you realize that we are so far evolved mentally that we slowed down, stopped, and said, wait a minute, wait a minute. We are raping and pillaging this earth. We are being not kind to animals, not kind to Mother Earth. All these different things. We're sitting down and looking over those things and saying we need to change that. We need to affect positive change That's towards hope. that. I'm not saying it isn't. You're <laughs> what I'm saying is <laughs> there was a hopelessness prior to that. The hopelessness was, oh, we'll just keep pumping oil until we run out. Well, that's a hopeless thing. So you need a change. Right. What? Alternative energy, right? right. And, and there's so many avenues of alternative energy, and it's so profitable right now to even look into alternative energy because there's so many avenues of hope With and technology. some that are hopeless. Of course, technology as well. And and because, yeah, the technology that drives this innovation. And what I'm saying is that that's that signs that, that we as people, we as a human race sit down and go, okay, there's a fucking problem. Let's work towards changing it. There are so many things like that, so many examples of us moving forward as a culture. Sure, but I think to, politically, to hopelessness no, because will bring us nothing but bad. 
because there's still there was still politics in in integrating schools, making black and white schools. There was politics involved in there. Politics is everything. So politics is social and otherwise. There's been positive political change. I'm, I might be the only one, but I was really excited when they dropped the don't ask, don't tell policy. I can't believe we sat around on that for as long as we did, but I felt like that started out of somebody going, hey, gays want to get in the military, which is the same thing with gay marriage. I think that all the anti-gay stuff all came out of one uppity dude We're going like, wait a minute. What are we going to do about them fags? And somebody else was like, what are we going to do? And then they, then they, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think you could have just had gay marriage, but somebody was like, wait a minute, what do gay people get to do? And a judge was like, I, I can let them marry? No! You know, it's like, that could have just happened if one uppity person would just shut the fuck up. But now we got to talk about it. So I feel like, for instance, the uh, uh, don't ask, don't tell policy came out of the same mindset where somebody was like, wait a minute! Bags want to shoot guns. And then it was like, just calm down. And then you had to calm that guy down by going, what if you didn't know they were gay? And he was like, well, I guess if I didn't know. And so they were like, all right, so how about we just don't ask anybody, don't tell anybody. That sounded like a compromise kind of thing. But it's been repealed entirely, so it's okay. You can go to the military and be like, I like shooting guns and sucking cocks. You know, and that's fucking wonderful. So that's positive. There's positive changes all throughout our history, and it'll only get better. And I'm not saying that there won't be like some fucked up government shit that happens in the interim, or that you know there aren't people working to suppress thought and working to be greedy fuckhead assholes. I'm not saying that. There's definitely plenty of that. Sure. But there are so many people that recognize that and are working to change it, or at least take enough of an issue with it. That they'll do something about it. Agreed. But and I that's think those where people the positive, that's the positive change. I think that those people are like me and they have hope and people who, yes. not you, um, because I, th- I consider you to be a cultural and political anomaly, honestly. I don't think that you would even consider yourself to be culturally or politically or philo- philosophically mainstream at all. Would you? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what means. You're not is. common, Mitch. I, I mean, I'm fine. I mean, but I think that I'm the certainly common not man, trying to not be common, but the, I, I don't really I, know like, what would be It doesn't matter what you're trying so to be. I think not. that you're not common. And I think that the That's common fine. person having hopelessness who just fucking sits down and pops open a beer and eats a bag of Doritos oh, in front no, of the no, fucking no, no, TV no, 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 no. You're is misunder- hopeless you, and not going to make a change. You consistently misunderstood my statement. I'm saying the hopelessness in a bad situation, in a situation that should lose hope. When you're on a path that's not working, losing hope in that and taking up hope in something else is good. So, I think we're on the same page, so you but you're harping, a, you're harping on the wrong side of it's this. It's not that. It's that I, I don't advocate hopelessness. I don't. I, I advocate dropping a bad idea. Agreed. That's I what advocate I'm, that's dropping the, a bad that's idea. That's what also. I mean by the hopelessness. I think there's a certain – I think we're reaching a hopelessness with the current situation in the government that is in – severe need in fact our country as people there's so many things that we're like ah this is fucked that's fucked and i think when you drop that you go okay well let's look over it again yes that's a new hope <laughs> it's a star wars movie it's a new hope <laughs> that, that you and that, i are a star wars movie I'm right fine, now i'm fine with that i'm fine that, with hope i, I love the hope common man i'm getting my hope mobile and drive my hope tires i think that it, the common man being hopeless is bad because I think when people are hopeless, they're beaten down morally and emotionally and culturally, and they will take any option that's given to them or any option I that's think, pushed I on them. I also think that we're. I getting, think that people. Have I think a that we're getting into. I think that we're getting into an argument of semantics. Is what it sounds like to me. 
because I think that we're talking definitely not. We're talking the same thing. We're talking about people. We going, are, but everyone else isn't. Well, and that's I don't, my point. Look, I don't, I don't know or care. And I, this is why I'm saying, like, when you say I don't think your your political views are mainstream, I really don't know. I think because that your the people I talk to, common. the people that I talk to, obviously are are you know going to be. Close to my line of thinking. Sure, almost. Yeah. but if you just look at the regular feed on Twitter, it's complete bullshit. Well, I don't look at that. That's but what I'm saying. I can't there, Mitch, tell you what they. they I don't vote. know what the mainstream. They vote thinks. and they have a voice in the government and in what will change or what will I'm not change. I'm not saying they don't. And I personally, if I was running this ship, I would say, <laughs> look, and and I and I've talked about this before. I would like to make a website that would would help towards this cause. But I would personally, I would pass a law fucking tomorrow that you got to take a goddamn prequal test before you vote. That's what I would do. I'd drop the voting age to 16. I don't 16, agree. I don't agree at all. And you take a prequel test. I don't agree here's at what all. I, here's what I'm going with it. Hear me out on this. Tell me. Are these me, solutions? Tell me how you jive on this joint, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> I've officially riled him up. <laughs> no. All right. Like, you're looking at you're looking at a ballot, right? You're Prop 118, Prop 624. It's Prop 183B, okay. whatever. It's like there's certain props you give major shit about. You fucking super give a shit about, right? Okay. It's going to be super, super, I'm way passionate about yes. this. And there's other props you're like, I could give a fuck if they put a bar in across the street. I actually don't ever not give a fuck about things personally. Okay, but well, there are, let's pretend. there are props that are more important to me than others, Sure, certainly. sure. But let's, I'm just saying, I, I, it's, it's difficult for the average, nay, the majority of Americans to be so well-informed on a yeah. given topic that they should be voting. So well, what I'm saying I, I agree, is, but what they I'm saying is, yeah, that's my. So what I'm saying is, if you look over the props and you go, look, there's 15 of these fucking things. I know what six of them are, and I know how I feel. There's nine others I don't fucking know about. Now, you look at, you go, well, I'm a Democrat. I'll vote down Democratic lines, but they don't show you on the prop what's Democrat or Republican. So you have to read this brief description and go, I, quickly, I have an opinion. I just learned about it 30 seconds ago, and now I have an opinion. Click yes. So there's going to be things that pass just because somebody's not in- educated oh, no, no, or informed is, enough on this. it. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Prequel test. If you – whatever ones that you got right it shows that you have a proficient – you understand that question, you get to vote on that. Is it possible that you're more of an elitist than I am? That's impressive. Is that elitist? Yeah. That's okay. very elitist. Fine. Yes. In that case, yeah, I think that if you don't, I think that's terrible. If you don't know or care about a subject, you you don't, shouldn't get to have you an opinion. On have it. a say. No, no, no. You're allowed to have an opinion, but uh, you shouldn't have a say in how that thing works right. when you don't know about Darth it. Darth Vader. <laughs> that's leading into totalitarianism. You don't think that people should be should be quizzed on what they're voting on? I think that they should be quizzed on what they're voting on, and I think instead of bullshit being propagated on Twitter that maybe political channels should be more informative so than they currently here's are. So here's my idea. Here's my here's my billion-dollar idea. I shouldn't even bring it up on the air because somebody will steal it, but it's my idea. Like fucking prune juice? So, so very much like prune tang that um, it's unbelievable. <laughs> no, so here's, here's, my, here's my idea for a site that I think would help America, and I'm being entirely serious here. Okay. Here's my idea. You get a website which lists all the, let's say, props okay. uh, or a given political issue okay. on it uh, by state, by city, whatever have you. And then you have the yes and no on that particular issue, whatever okay. it is, ab- abortion, let's say, okay. right? Pro and con. 
what you do is you let the community write out a pro or a con, a community of however many people. It doesn't matter if it's millions or a thousand or a hundred, and you let them write it out. And then the community goes and looks at these things and votes up or down the ones that, that support their own cause. So I'm, I'm pro-abortion. Okay. Um, I am pro-choice. I am anti-life. I am – so I would go on there and make this impassioned speech. I would actually just quote Carl Sagan's abortion speech and paste that bitch in there. And the community might go, yes, this is the strongest – this person makes the strongest case for our argument. Amongst all of us, this argument makes the most sense and holds up well for our side. So, yes, this is the strongest. And then over here, the anti-choicers go like, oh, this makes the strongest case that we've ever heard. Are these for this. Democrats? doesn't matter. Okay. So there, you've got two of the opposing viewpoints, but a community of people has said this – this we we call we say that this is the strongest viewpoint okay. about this given thing on our side. Right. So that you person who goes, I don't know how I feel about abortion, could look at the two strongest arguments for and against and it. An Do we have lobbyists decision. and make an educated decision? Okay. This would not be a mandated thing. This I'm, is just a fun I'm website. I'm happy to make that site with you. Okay. We'll work on that. Hopeless, that was a, that was a hopeless motherfucker. See, she keeps taking the hopeless route. Well, I told you, you. semantics, oh, well, we'll semantics. There's a lot of ways we it's could do this. That. And they've, they've it's been this forever. I'm, I'm a happy motherfucker. <laughs> You're picking at me being a happy motherfucker and having like look at the space program. Like, look, I know that the human race is good. I, I am not one okay. of these people that, that and they're evil. There, well, there is there is definitive proof that people are good. That people are at their base good. Everyone is at their base good. Yeah, there's scientific proof, irrefutable proof. Okay, insofar as every time that you that that somebody does something that someone else considers evil. Okay, Locke, but what are you doing about it? <laughs> so you're saying there is talking love. about it on here. You're saying there's Affecting love. Affecting change through. Opinions. There's You're saying love. people love each other? Yeah, man. Lots of he's love. A, he's a love I'm not. A, I'm not big on the love thing, but you know. But no, other I, people have it. Not I'm, just I'm, with him. I'm, I'm down with people being delusional. I'm way. You know, if it makes them happy, I'm not going to argue anybody. I love the way you contradict. Yourself I'm not talking about constantly. love my girlfriend, love my dog. I'm saying about love and just like caring love, man. for love, baby. Love and that like love, baby, love. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I mean, you look at the space program. They they pick. I, I was thinking like. <laughs> I love the space program. I wish it would have never gone my way. Oh. It's a damn shame. Uh, one of my friends program. voted for Bush because he loves the space program, and we had a great fucking talk about why he felt like Bush was the way to go. Do for you the see space what I'm program. saying? People pick a fucking pick a goddamn cherry off the tree and go. This is the yep. cherry I care about. Right. Read all the motherfuckers. I don't care how rotten they are. It's cherry. But the space program. Right. So. He should not be able to vote on anything else except for that. I feel like I don't. I don't feel like that's a terrible idea because I feel like if you went to somebody and said, "Hey, how do you feel about blank?" and they'd be like, "I don't." What's the issue? And you explain it to them, and they go, "Ah, well, I could kind of. I could go either way." Then you go, "Do you can care? they sit on it for a while and think about it, or they got to vote on it like in five minutes?" I'm just, if you take away I'm everyone's saying, I'm, I'm not ability taking, I'm to vote, that's the opposite that, of democracy. I'm not taking away people's ability. You would to vote. though. No, because here's the here's here's what here's, I get where he's coming. Here's from. how it would go I get down. Where he's coming from. Here's yeah. how here's how it would go down. You know in advance there's going to be a pre-qual test before you vote. You're going to try really hard to get motivated and learn about this it's shit. It's deeper than that. So that you it's deeper than that. So that you, you know can it. vote on this issue that you suddenly give a shit about. It's deeper than like, that, and you know about it, and you know it. 
how, how I'm trying to think of something you could go either way on. I don't think there is a thing because you don't have a middle of the road on anything. No, I don't. I'm not a middle of the road. How girl. do you feel about that Mitch Hedberg CD in its case right there behind your head? You can see it on the TV actually, so you don't have to turn around. The what? This this Mitch Hedberg CD. In I its can't case see it. Here. It's tiny. I have to turn around. All right. How do you feel about that? Are you for or against it? I You're against like it? it? Really? Uh, Holy shit. I don't know anything about it yet. I have to... to, to, to if I had to vote, That's it would amazing. have to be on the website that you're never going to build because you're busy being hopeless. Uh, not, tomorrow. Not wait, hopeless. wait till tomorrow. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not hopeless. He's busy being hopeless, so <laughs> he'll never hopeless. build the informative I am not, website. I'm not a hopeless person. I'm not hopeless on all things. I'm but saying... You, no, I'm saying that there is a strength in hopelessness towards bad ideas. That's my point. When people hold on to hope in things that should be hopeless, that's where problems arise. Take hope up in something else. Hope is a great thing. I'm I'm way hope. My hope mobile is full of gasoline. I drive a bubble bike <laughs> that's glad. fueled by unicorn piss. And I'm glad that I came here and tomorrow. made you hopeful, Mitch. That makes me happy. I've been hopeful long before. I was hopeful you'd show up and be an entertaining guest, and you have been. <laughs> See, that was not a hopeless cause. I'm not a hopeless cause. That's true. Yeah, I, uh, you, I know you suddenly turned it into like as I if think I you stumped him. I <laughs> suddenly turned, uh, like wait, you're wow. not. <laughs> Software reset. I got to reboot. <laughs> Shit. My internal system crashed on me. All right. Well, we've been going for uh, two and a quarter hours. It was a uh, who knows. Did, did you have a good time? Yes, thank in you. In spite of all the yelling and the screaming, I like yelling and screaming. I'm half Italian, babe. I'm more than half, but yeah. My last name is Marzoni. Yeah. My, my dad worked for the mob. Yeah. Elitist. Yeah, I mean, my <laughs> family worked for the mob, too. There you go. It, it happens, man. It's just you can't get out of it when they you're Italian. They were poor. Yeah, I know. Believe me, it happens. You're Italian, they like you. you yeah, know? you have to get together and yeah, create a mob. It. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> and my mom was a drama teacher, so, you know. Hey. I come from interesting roots. Hey. Yeah, there you it go. Happens, it you all know. works out. All right. Well, uh, you it was You put a lot a, of rum a, in that drink, didn't you? I'm just tired, man. No, I didn't put that much, man. I, know, I'm just tired. <laughs> I feel like I've been relatively articulate. If you think it's that much rum in the drink, I, I think uh, you're exceptionally articulate. Well, thank you. You're I'm welcome. not slurring. I think she thinks no? I put all rum. That's the. <laughs> she's That's just what he said. It does taste that way, but I've been said. drinking it very See, slowly because of that. Yeah, oh. it does taste that way. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. No, I've just been drinking it slow. <laughs> I don't care. I used to bartend. Look, I'm just doing this. That's why I used to bartend. That's why I used to. Used to bartend. (laughs) They were like, our profits have gone way down since Justin started working here. Hey, everyone's happy. Does anyone want to call in and argue with us? We seem to have gone through eight bottles of vodka this week. People are very shy. I think everyone's starting their own movement. This is what what (laughs) happens on the the internet that, that I think is fascinating. It's like YouTube comments are... Some of the worst comments you will ever see in your life. Yeah, the anonymity allows them to be that right. Way. There's the well. There's there's two parts to it. There's the anonymity, and then there's the lack of uh, of consequences. Yeah, let me put it this way: if you go onto a message board on a forum uh, that's been around for a while, mm-hmm. any forum software will allow you to view every post that's made by a given user. Okay. Right. When a forum has been around for a number of years, the quality of user interaction increases exponentially over time okay. because it behooves one who has, let's say, a thousand posts to not suddenly be a cock because they spent so much time building up this profile to where, like, you can look to see how they've 
let's say, voted on a given thing um, and, and how they react and how they interact. And so right. if they're a total cock, they don't want to lose that account. They have a thousand posts. Yeah. But they're as anonymous as fuck. It's just a screen name. There's no picture necessarily yeah. sometimes. But the accountability is there is what you're saying. Yes, the accountability because they have something to lose. So they're not lose. very anonymous But YouTube is like so easy to create. A, first off, it's too easy to create an account on YouTube. And furthermore, there's no uh, there's no uh, uh, feeling that you should upload a profile picture either. It's all based on videos. There are millions of accounts on YouTube, and something like the last thing I is seventy percent of them have zero videos. These are just assholes that go on there to comment, mm -hmm. and that creates a community where it doesn't matter if your account gets deleted because right, you you'd make a new nobody one. can find your old comments anyway. Nobody knows who you are. You don't have any videos to lose now. Me, I, I YouTube. I've been on YouTube since before they were bought by Google. I was. I was. I was the first uh, when they created a comedy channel on there. Would you be comedy, really mad uh, if I go to the bathroom right now? No, no, no not at all. I'll, I'll hold it. I'll hold off. All right, well, don't tell hold Justin. off on my account, but I have to. Pee. Yeah, yeah. Do your thing. Piss away. Well, that's how, why how I like do? Yelp. Yelp is a similar kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It, accountability. Yeah. It, you, I know. you get like all these rewards and shit. Of course. If I lost, like, my YouTube account has. Uh, I think like four million views, something like that, on my Good channel. God, man! Like a hold on, I'm gonna look that up now. Um, <laughs> it's 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 some ridiculously high number. It's right. something like four million views, right. right? Right. And I've got like a hundred videos. I put, you know, you you see me. I tape every gig I do. Mm -hmm. Every once in a while, I'll throw up like a little clip. I have sixty two. I have sixty two videos and three point eight million views. Right. Yes. Um. Anyway. Uh, yeah, people so leave comments. 3.8 million views. Yeah, people leave. But I don't comment on shit. And I'm also very careful about what I do. I don't upload copyrighted material. I don't try to – for instance, some of my most popular videos, I'm not 100% sure that I could prove to YouTube I have all the rights to, to own them. Right. So um, the videos that could make me the most money – I, I have neglected to try to get money out of them because I'm like, well, it, it has a picture in it that I didn't take. Right. You know, like I snap, you know, whatever. But otherwise, it's all original content. But I don't want – because not only will they not let me if, – if they find out, will they not let me collect money on that video? But they'll also delete that video, which A, takes away views, and B, after three of them, they delete your account. If I lost my YouTube account, I'd be crushed. So I'm very fucking careful about what I do on YouTube because that account means a shitload to me. My MySpace account, I could give a fuck about. Right. You know what I'm saying? My Facebook account, I do care about. My Twitter account, I do care about. So there's a lot of things I won't do on those sites. Not that I, I'm, not, I'm not a dick anyway as far as that goes. But the average Joe going on the site yeah, yeah. can do whatever so the fuck they want. So what I'm saying is like when, okay, you, yeah. when, when you have a lack of accountability. I don't even think anonymity uh, anonymity matters as much as the, the accountability. Well, I, could create a... well, I think they feed into each other by what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, exactly. I could create a fake so email. So what I was, was going <laughs> to say is, Iran, when it comes to Ustream, people will type into the chat sometimes, you know. Gotcha. Sometimes they will, sometimes they won't. But they know, like, I can see it and I might read it on the air. And there's a, there's a level of accountability that now everybody watching – from now until when it, you know, we put well, the videos now. up on the site, we put the podcast up. Everybody's going to know this jack added jackass comment. So, did so is calling anyone in saying is the anything same good? 
Nobody said anything. Everybody's very quiet. <laughs> I think everybody's like, I don't want to get them. into it. I don't want to get into it. So them. Most you know. people won't talk about politics and religion because they feel like it'll start some sort of argument and they're afraid to argue. They think it's a bad thing. Well, that Did we drink me. all the beer? No. I got more beer. Thanks. Uh, Thanks, bartender. That's, that reminds me of my favorite uh, You're the Man Now dog is the Religion and Politics by, uh, what's his name, Dr. Demento. I'll play it for you now. Okay, thanks. It's very good. Actually, I'll wait till I'll wait till Justin gets here. I'll wait till Justin gets here because it's it's rather amusing. I'll wait till he has his headphones on. We're, we're, no we're, rum and coke for me. We're running I have to over the. At seven in the morning. We're running over our time, but it's okay. We're having a good time. All right, so here's the. Uh, Are, do people hold you to the two hour? Like, is it like Dead no, Can Dance, no, where they're like, me. Mitch just so went on politics. and it was like a Often snooze fest. Some people fest. lose all perspective and give way to ranting and raving and carrying on like emotional children. They either refuse to discuss it with reason, or else they prefer argumentum and hominem, which is a hell of a way to conduct a discussion. Well, anyhow, not long ago, I was talking about the elections and how the campaigns were ignoring the issues and sticking instead to invective and personal crap that had nothing to do with the substantive problems of running a government, which is all true. You get the idea. I like that. <laughs> yeah, isn't it, Keller? That's good. Religion and politics, uh, all spelled out, A-N-D. Religionandpolitics.ytmnd.com. You're the man now, dog. Yeah. Now it all comes from a uh, Sean Connery quote from some movie or other uh, where he was like, you're the man now, dog. And, I like uh, Sean Connery. My cat is the Sean Connery of cats. What, is, what does that mean? Wow. He's the Sean Connery of cats. He's got a lot of chest hair. I'll show, yeah. you, I'll show you pictures of him. He's okay. older and statuesque. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. And speaks with gravity. <laughs> ah, I see. I got it. Okay. So what do you mean? I was like, meow. You remember Loki? I probably do. He was Julie's cat before he was my cat. Mm. Did you get I only really stopped by Julie's place like once or twice. And I was very uncomfortable, so I'd leave. Why were you uncomfortable? I don't know. There was something weird about the... There was a weird vibe. I think this is while she was dating... Well, I won't say his name, but Duder. And she just was like in a weird mood when you'd show up. She was like all on edge and stuff because he might show up or something. I don't remember what it was, but she was just in a very weird, edgy mood where it was like... Mm-hmm. You know, like in my apartments and stuff, I try to create like a chill, comfortable vibe. I always go for like comfy furniture and lighting and things like that. Except for right now, because of the <laughs> show. Um, but, you know, I like a comfy vibe, you know what I mean? Just like, and so I was Are just like. Are you a Scorpio? Like, I am indeed. Um, as if that matters. But. Um, I'm, I think that chill and comfy lighting and comfy seating has something to do with that. It comes from uh, being beat up a lot as a kid and having to create my own environments to be safe and comfortable. Because when I left those environments, bad things happened. So uh, I always tried to create a comfortable vibe for myself and anybody who would enter my abode. That's what it comes from. I've never heard that attributed to a Scorpio thing, so it's interesting. I know a lot about Scorpio. I'm going to take my pants so off. So you're not now. a lot about, like, bullshit. All right, that's good. It's good. She's taking off pants. I hope there's no nudity under the pants because Ustream will kick us off. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just uh, like I don't care personally. Oh, all right. There you go. You got a little, got a little scorpion on I'm your. I'm not leg. one. I just like them. Yeah. No. Ditto. That's why I have mine. I have this tattoo because I like scorpions. You, I remember. I, I don't know if you remember. I used to keep scorpions as pets. No. I, I didn't. would have one now, but I don't know where I'd put the cage. My so. cat would eat it. My cat's not not like that. Thank my cats are but like that. I I think actually I'll need my to, cats like, are free thinkers. Move those boxes up there, and then I could put a I could put a cage there and put scorpions in it. Then I could have scorpions again. I miss them ever so much. They're lovely. They're lovely. 
They're they're fascinating, you know, just uh, resilient creatures. Very elitist, those fuckers. And feminist. Mm. The big ones are all girls. And hopeless. I don't know if they're hopeless. I'm totally kidding. I'm just I'm just yeah, you're fucking off. with me. I know, exactly. Well, that's <laughs> it's only fair, right? Yeah, I did just fuck with you for like half an hour. Yeah, probably cool. more than half an hour. Yeah, that's fine. I can take it. Bring it on. Look, if I don't have the strength of my convictions, what am I doing? What am I doing hosting a show, right? Well, if you're not gonna make that informative political website, I don't know what you're doing hosting a show. Oh man. Calling me out of my shit. I actually have a I have an idea. For another website that will actually make me money that I'm working or there's two websites that I'm working on that, that will actually make me money. That one is more like a this is what I want to do for the world or for America, sort of like uh, uh, sort of donating my time to them, if you will. Um, but the other two are fun. Make you money and donating and make your time. You oh, the other one. Yeah, the political one. I mean, I'm sure there's a way to make money off of it, but it doesn't have like a built-in. Um, yeah. Like the other agree. sites do. The other sites have very much a built-in revenue scheme it's just a lot of work because uh it requires kind of more than i know so i have to like learn as i go big pain in the ass anyway that's all boring horse shit no and i think we're about done here anyway. <laughs> i'm feeling I, I don't i don't think we're ever done <clears throat> you drunk i think that's very astute yeah, what are we talking about the space program i'm not done <laughs> you're not done all right well what we usually do is we stop recording Right around the two-hour mark. Let's just keep it going, man. so that uh, <laughs> so that we can get into we can just be wacky and crazy, no. and then it's not it's not um, archived for posterity. No, let's and you don't have to worry about what you it. say. As uh, much. Let's go back to archive for posterity and salon dot com. Okay. Recently covered the fucking asshole in porn who's putting everyone's real name on the internet. Oh. I'm wondering what you think about that. I haven't read Salon in years, but what's hilarious? They just interviewed my friend Kimberly Kane regarding that. He sounds like an asshole, definitely. I do think that he's undisputedly an asshole. But Salon.com took do interest. I think that the guy that, is a complete asshole. But look, I, I'm a card-carrying member of the ACLU. Oh, I don't like the ACLU. Look, I didn't mean to be. <laughs> I actually don't like Here's what, them. Like literally, this is the weirdest thing. I signed up for Salon, and I'm telling you, ever since then, I have been inundated with shit. Like this ACLU card, they sent it to me in the mail. I was like, I okay. They signed you up. Yeah, they, they signed decided me up. your political alignment based on your because, website choice. Because, yeah, because I was like, yeah, I'll pay for salon, and I pretty much only did it because of the personals. And uh, you know, what personal did you list on salon.com? I'm very interested. Well, to hear this. Nerve and Salon and a number of other sites used one system, and I was on Nerve, and then I also was on Salon because they would cross link each what other. What was lot. your personal ad, Mitch? Answer the question. Fuck if I remember, man. You would make a great polit uh, politician. I really don't You're remember. You're a question dodger. No, no, no. I. What do you mean? What was my? I mean, I'm, I have a. I have. You can look at. You I'm said on, you signed up for the site just for the personal. I am on OKCupid. You can look up that profile right now. That's different I can than pull a salon or nerve, isn't it? I mean, OKCupid's kind of a crappy. Place back to in meet the people. back in the nineties, we're talking like ninety eight. They didn't have OKCupid in the nineties. No, I know. I'm talking about nerve and salon back in the nineties. Okay, well, what was your profile? What was your personal ad? A nervous line. It wasn't like an ad. It was a profile. It was like. What was your It would profile? ask you questions and you'd answer them like on the thing. Like what. what uh, give a self summary. What are your favorite books? What was your uh, self summary? It was like uh, greatest lie you ever told. And I said like by telling you the greatest lie. Then I. You, know, I you have to lying. wonder if like. Yeah. It's like we get into this labyrinth situation where it's like. Oh I love that movie. Oh, such a great. It's I could so do good. all the voices in that movie. I could talk about that movie forever. Okay, name a character in the movie, and I'll do the voice. This is my favorite thing to do. 
Well, not my favorite thing. Anakin. Well, Jerking off is way more fun. <laughs> wrong, wrong. <laughs> Sorry, he wasn't in that movie. You joke. Do it. I'm joking. Did you see Labyrinth? Um, when I was babysitting or babysat. Whoa. <laughs> Great film. No, no, I have it, I have it. Um, and every time I put it on, I always fall asleep. And not because it's not a great movie. It is a great movie. No, no, no. Because like, it, it is. Because I don't care. You don't You're like on it. the spot like right it. now, huh? Yeah, no, care. it is. It is a great movie. It is. Uh, now I'm just turning Mitch's rage towards you. <laughs> What's that? What rage? I don't have a rage. About that he doesn't Can we know talk about, about Rocky Oh, or no, something? I don't. Uh, <laughs> look, if he doesn't know it or like it, it has no effect. I don't care. It doesn't bother me at all. I'm not. I'm not. I don't judge people. I know what I that. like it. I just don't know it. I did fine. As far I'm as not you know judging it. you based on that, it's fine. Now, if you said the cosmos was a horse, uh, a bunch of horse shit, <laughs> we'd have problems. Mitch, we'd, do we'd have to scrap. We'd have to scrap. Mitch, do do Ludo. <clears throat> Ludo spelled <laughs> so a oh, friend. There we go. Thank you. I'm glad that you're living in posterity rather than turning off the feed and living. So on that the I can, so I can have my Ludo impression on there. I I like living Sarah, in posterity. Friend, uh, that was why I brought up the salon.com thing because he puts everyone's real name and that guy is absolutely an asshole. Internet. But what he's an ha- asshole, but I absolutely. I'm completely comfortable living in posterity. So now, it, that's fine. Now, but what I'm, I'm wondering is what what is where's <laughs> how does that affect Salon? I'm curious. Is it because they interviewed him? They picked up, no. Well, yes, they did interview interview him because they picked up that piece of information that they considered to be news. You don't think that's living news? in posterity? No, I don't. I think it's complete horseshit and bullshit, and he I should mean, be fucking ignored and put in the corner. And popular websites oh, shouldn't see, highlight it because I they see. should be busy talking about prop so and so and prop so and so. They should be busy talking about that rather than who's putting porn actresses' real names on the fucking internet. I think it's bullshit. That guy deserves no publicity whatsoever. He's a complete piece of shit. I usually come down on that side. I'll come down on that side for this. I'll come down on that side. Don't put a spotlight on the guy. But then the other side of it is, well, you do want to know, like, what's what's he thinking? He's a fucking asshole. How does he fall asleep at night? How does he look at himself in the mirror? Et cetera, et cetera. But then you got to, you know, look, I don't necessarily, the, the, the problem with posting. I mean, they, they were really nice. The they problem with, with the porn stars to, in, in their defense. Of course. Still. Of course. And, and I mean, it's and the problem is, like, look, you don't post porn girls real names because um there's a certain uh feeling creepy fucks get when they see a bitch fuck on screen where they go oh she just likes any dick right and they'll get incredibly obsessive and well you've been to the avians you've been to you know conferences and so to those people who feel yeah. like they can speak to me like i'm a blow-up doll exactly and that you i get gropey or whatever has yeah right. exactly it's and and that therein lies the problem Point now if this were don't super bother me but being attacked on the internet does. if this were uh say if, if if the site was the real names of popular movie stars nobody would say shit sure because they have enough money to hire lawyers if they get stalkers but porn people don't have the kind of money that regular celebrities have, and people don't realize that. They think that we all get $10,000 a movie, and that's not true. Sure. I think, I, to me, I feel like the, the larger issue is the reaction, uh, a fan of a movie star. Oh, not just Even that. a psycho. The reaction of you know. if you wanted to leave porn and get a job, let's say, at a bank, 
the reaction that the bank would have to hire you would have to hiring you mm. based on the fact that you did porn. Now, where do you come down on uh, Google's uh, saying that uh, in the future there will be no privacy? Where do you come down on that? I firmly believe that to be true. I do firmly believe that in the future. Well, they're an advocate of it, obviously, with Google. Yeah, Maps. yeah, naturally. Well, I mean, it's more than just that uh, on a variety of right. levels. Right, but that's, but I that's think a that big, but very popular. It will used come to be that there will be nothing that you can hide. And me personally, I I, I see that as a good thing. I'm fine with but living I feel in public. Like, that's why I feel like we should continue taking. That's fine. I'm fine we're on posterity. posterity. We're fine. But we're, I'm not. We're archiving I'm, it for posterity. I'm not. I'm not cool with, like you said, uneducated people making judgments. Yeah, that's I, oh, Of course. But that's going to happen regardless. Of, I, what I'm saying is that... Yeah, but that doesn't mean I have to like it. No, no. I, but what I'm saying is it's like the problem with privacy, generally speaking, is is that of... It's like a poker game. Is that if everybody's cards are on the table, all's cool. But if some people's cards aren't on the table and your cards are on the table, you're like, hey, 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 show me your cards. And they're like, no, fuck yourself. So that's that's the that's the problem we're going through right now, where some people's privacy, you know, like I have very little privacy. There's there's very little that I, I don't I also talk have about very or privacy. show or whatever. Agreed, me too. The one thing I think that that I'm I, I just don't want the whole world to walk in on me jerking off is really about the only thing, or on the toilet. Those I'm about actually, the only I'm fine with things. both of those things. There's a lot of footage of me doing both on the internet. A lot of footage that I actually published myself. So what? Myself where do you come down? Both. Where? What do you come down? Where? What's your? What's your last thing? The same. Where they? The where same you live? way that I've always come down on every issue ever is that it's an individual choice. No, no, no. I mean you specifically. Yeah. Where, what is your thing that you're like? This is the one privacy I want to keep. I don't have it. If nothing. Well, clearly, where you live, your real name. No, I'm. I'm fine with him putting my real name on the internet. I don't care. And where you live. Yep, that's fine. Okay. Well, our archive for, for prosperity. Go ahead and <laughs> tell everybody your exact address and apartment number and phone number, for that matter. Well, in a perfect world, I would be very happy to publish that information. But if people are assholes, then I'm not interested in it. Okay. It's I'd sort say of not like, to. look. I would say There's a difference now. between hiding and publishing, Mitch. Well, that's what I'm talking about. I'm saying, like, look, they're, like... I I'll I've jerked off on on webcam. I've jerked off four people. You know that's yeah, fine. but that's a dead issue. I mean, there were there have no, been no, phone books for I, a long time. What I'm saying is that <laughs> you could look people up for a very long time. Yeah, they don't publish cell phones anymore because they have to be tied to a physical address. That's how they get them. But uh, the point is, um, uh, or you have to tell them, hey, publish me. But what I'm saying is that actually, like, I'm, I'm... there is th- that's what I'm saying is like when it comes to my my paranoia of like oh jerking off or being on the toilet or whatever. Not that I there's no video of me on the toilet, but whatever. Um, that's just weird. That's like if I can choose, weird. if I get to choose who sees that, I'm cool. You know what I mean? I don't want everybody to see it, but certain people, if they want to see it, Rev and Mitch I want them Cam to see Frog, it. Um, go to. Okay, <laughs> I'll be here's, editing here's, that out here's later. Here's an interesting. Here's an interesting way that yeah. I and a lot of other porn girls handle the address issue. Is I I actually do have a published address and I do have a published phone number that people can call. Mm-hmm. And I pay. So do we. Three one zero. Yay, riff. Exactly. <laughs> so you, if you want to put out there certain numbers or certain addresses, and people want to publish them, and that's the end of privacy. That's fine. I I don't agree. I don't I don't go so far as to say that. I do think that I like an elective privacy. Is what we have now an elective privacy. That's what I'm talking about. Where you it's can like, put like out my, a certain my address. My dad is very paranoid. Like when we started doing the podcast, he was like, "Look, there's certain people who would not." 
Like, I don't, I don't want them coming across. I don't want them knowing. So I'm never allowed to say my dad's name on the podcast, even though you could figure it out very easily. But right. never allowed to mention it. And every time he mentions it, I have to call him afterwards and go, you said your name twice in this episode. Should I edit that out? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Edit that out. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll put a beep in there. Or I'll cut it. And you won't even know it was in there. Um, and yet he's elective about his privacy insofar as if you Googled him, there is only one result that I've ever found. And it was like, he wrote a, he wrote a, an op-ed piece for like the New York times or something like that about the government. So that was it. I think it. if you Google me, my address would come up as my mailing address and my business phone would come up as my phone number. Right. Right. I don't know. I was just Googling you for pictures to use in the post to, to announce you coming on the show. And I was like, Really? There's not a whole lot of pictures of her on My website comes up first when you Google my name. I know, and, and there's uh, that's where I grabbed the picture. Because I programmed that bitch myself to come up first. Yeah. Good. See, no one needs you, Mitch. Oh. Just well, kidding. you did put the picture I on the site, care. so. <laughs> I did? Oh, oh, I see, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't remember her getting in here. Ludo confused. <laughs> <laughs> um actually yeah. when julie and i lived together she was the custodian of records of our mm-hmm. uh dvds yeah. and she she can she constantly changed that address. our yeah. address was on and someone showed up at our house and was yelling our stage names outside of really the building what the fuck did and wow. she was she was really freaked out and i said no i'll go and talk to the guy like i'm sure he's just a fan like that's creepy. What'd I'm you do? That, that is what creepy. Happened. I That's wasn't there when creepy. it happened. She was very freaked out, and she decided we couldn't be the custodian of records anymore. And I said, for personal issues, that's probably not such a good idea. But if it does happen again, I'm happy to handle the situation. Yeah. Because I don't think that he was trying to cause us any harm. I think he just wanted to. He was a fan. Yeah. He wanted creepy. to see. He wanted to see porn chicks. I don't think it's creepy. I don't think it's creepy at all. I think saying derogatory things about people and having negativity is creepy. But I think just showing up to say hello is not creepy. I get recognized fucking constantly all the time. Uh, I get recognized in the airport by guys who check my ID. They look it down at my ID and they look up at me and they're like, oh, and I'm like, <laughs> hi, it's nice to meet you. That's my ID. That's my address. My parents actually live there. My dad will shoot you if you show up. So don't do that shit. <laughs> it's not a good idea. Note to people out there. He's don't very, show up at her dad's place. He's very friendly, but not when he first fucking sees people. Okay. Um, And I'm completely okay with that because they're very nice and they're very kind and very loving people and I'm nice to them and they're nice to me. Yeah. And I think if you're nice to people and they're nice to you, then everything is beautiful. And well, then yeah. When some shithead comes up, I mean, I'm 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 half Sicilian, babe. I'm in favor of execution style fucking punishment for guys like that. Sure. You're half eggplant. But you know, it's it's <laughs> easy to say that while you're still alive because no creepy dudes have showed up to kill you. Or anyone that I'm dating, which has happened to sex workers before. Mm-hmm. You consider yourself a sex worker? I do. Okay. How would I not consider myself? I don't know. I've heard it go. Some people call themselves an entertainer instead. I consider myself well, a my sex taxes, worker. I'm just underpaid. Yeah, my fucking taxes say entertainer. Dude, hold on. You got this crazy thing going on with your hair, Justin, where this, like, this, this. It's fucking, pretty good at past this, the, yeah, behind you. Actually, it's like the worm and labyrinth. Actually, oh, look, it's it just got worse. Yeah, it's just killer, dude. Mitch, are you being, are you asking to be prompted to do the worm voice? No, no, I'm just saying it reminds <laughs> me. I mean, me if you want to do the worm voice, you can because <clears> I'd like to hear it. I know. You're not going to say the line? Hello. You're not going to say the line? I don't remember it. <laughs> Holy shit. See, now he's mad at me. He wasn't mad at you, but he's mad at me. You know? oh. All right, I'll do the whole scene. <clears throat> hello. Did you just say hello? 
No, I said hello. That's close enough. No. <laughs> like to come inside, have a cup of tea, meet the missus. Hello. I, I'm sorry, but I don't think I'd fit in there. I'm telling you, if you oh, see, I remember that part. I'll actually pull that up on YouTube to see if we can <laughs> compare God. how close I was on the worm. I'm 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 pretty sure I got that one really close. <laughs> I'm feeling good about that one today. Sometimes not so much. <laughs> Justin, I need some ice in this. <laughs> all right, all right. So here, I'll compare. I'll compare the worm. Hello. Did you say hello? No, I said hello, but that's close enough. Pretty close, right? I think I got it. I think I got that one. Yeah, you were good. Thank you. You're welcome. I told you I could do every voice in the labyrinth. And in fact, I uh, on on oddly enough, on two different occasions, people have asked me to, to record David Bowie as their voicemail, as their uh, voicemail message. Are you now? No, 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 no. I'm really not. I'm really not. I'm really not. I'm not trying to like. Why don't you do David Bowie? Not trying to. I'll see if I can do it. I will probably fuck it up. (laughs) You remind me of the babe. (laughs) What babe? Babe with the paw. What pal? Paw voodoo. Voodoo. You do. You sound a little more Tim Curry than you do David Bowie. Oh, I can do a little Tim Curry. Hold on. We all float down here. There we go. Or uh, Home Alone 2. Hey, you all, your very own limousine and a pizza. <laughs> or or Clue. Um, no, Sam, just the butler. You're going to edit all this shit I out of the sure fucking that, podcast, aren't you? I make sure the you? kitchen and dining room are in order, and I buttle. That's what I do as the butler. No, not so much. Uh, I'm, I, my David Bowie is, is a bit weak tonight, admittedly. Uh, but normally, I can do uh David Bowie. <clears throat> Too much. Room. I actually watched. I watched Labyrinth on Acid once, and the whole movie became about <laughs> David Bowie's package. Yes, right. Because so, it's bouncing. So what I did like is, as though it were a puppet. It's its own character. It it's is. Got, its own it should character. have an extra. I completely agree with you. It, yeah, it should have an extra credit in the film. I think agreed, he got. It should agreed. get paid at least scale for just being there. Yeah, uh, agreed. Uh, so in the when I was on acid, I did it, it was kind of whole thing where I was watching it with like five different people, where I had turned everybody's voices into. Like I did all the voices. And stuff. This is how, why I learned all the voices just for that particular acid trip, where they were all talking about David Bowie's package, and he wanted to bang Sarah. Well, he did. And so he was bang like Sarah. super upset when everybody got in the way because he was like he was oh. super upset when everyone got in the way. I always whatever I do to that David happened. Bowie that, labyrinth that impression that wasn't part of the trip that move, actually happened. I have to move my hand like you know like play with that ball thing, but um, <clears throat> Hoggle, if she asks to see your penis before she sees my package, I will throw you in the bog of eternal stench. It was that kind of thing, you know, where it was those all about were, his Those package. were the underlying meanings behind what he said. It yeah, really was, ball. yeah. He's like, I have this giant ball here. These giant balls here. Look, just because I'm playing with this ball up here doesn't mean you can't still stare at my package, Sarah. Hoggle, show her my package. We've got entire photos, a gallery of it, in fact, Sarah. You could stay here in the labyrinth forever and never worry about that baby. Just stare at my package, Sarah. It would be so wonderful. You Not do this so every much. week? Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Justin's got to go. All right, well, we got to end this shit, <laughs> okay. then. 
It would be awkward at this point. I think that point. people have heard enough. Yeah, I think they've heard enough. She keeps just making me do labyrinth impressions. <laughs> I promise that was not that my my remarks about it were not an invitation. Justin, oh. do you have any gigs coming up? Uh, at the moment, I don't. Nor do I. No, I I've got some. Oh wait, we've got uh, we've got uh, Leo's, Leo's at the end thing. of the month. Is yeah. it the end of this month or is it uh, next month? It's this month. It's the. Oh, okay. It's the last month, or the, we'll the figure last. It out. We'll figure it out when he it's comes actually on. The first, the first of April. Oh. I mean, first of April. Yeah. <laughs> first yeah. of April already passed. First of May. First of May. Of May. Yeah. First of May. Okay. Well, which we'll, is a Sunday. He's coming on. Leo's coming on next week. Yeah. Leo Sanders. We can talk about that. Yeah. Leo that Sanders. Right? Yeah. Leo Sanders is fucking insane. No, he's great. Yeah. And uh, he's it's a school teacher. One of those. <laughs> I, it does make <laughs> you me like those. It does make me curious because it's like. His onstage persona like and his offstage persona are are diametrically opposed. Oh my god! And it does make me wonder if people think the same thing about me, but I have no idea. No, where it's like his onstage. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. His onstage persona is very like aggressive, piercings. aggressive. <laughs> but we know what we're getting into. <laughs> His yeah. <laughs> uh, his onstage persona is is very uh, yeah aggressive, but it's it's loud and he's. He's exceedingly perverted and like fucked up, and you get the impression that he's just like an angry, like hate fucking kind of guy. And he's not; he's so loving. I know. And then no. you talk to him, and he like wants to hug you, and he's yeah. very. I I can't and wait. Then to it kind of makes you uncomfortable. You're like, like I don't want to send show. my kid to the school. I don't know. I'm curious. Will you watch the show when you're not on the show? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I have watched your shows while I haven't been on them. Woo. That's why I ended up on this show. Word. Sweet. You watched the show way back in the day, Arnold Salvation. Yeah, I no? did, and I watched the show Dana was on. Ah. Yeah, yeah. So you saw it was talking about where it was just I was oranges. in the chat room the whole time. Oh, that's right. That's right. I remember that now. Duh. Because yeah. <laughs> you were watching live. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah. So we'll definitely have to get uh, Kimberly Kane on because I haven't seen her in uh, forever. And it's one of those things where I don't know if she remembers our interview. Insofar as if I walked up to her when you were like, "Oh, that's Kimberly Kane," I was like, "She doesn't look at all the same." And then I was like, "Should I? Should I walk up hair. and be like, hey? But I'm like, what would we talk about other than like strippers and metal? We were at a strip club watching a metal show, dude. Let me just tell you, it was a bikini, uh, bikini bar kind of thing. Yeah, and these chicks were working. That the wasn't pole. a bikini bar. That was a fucking strip club. There was like a private room in the back. Oh, all right, my bad. Well, there's bikini out front, liquor in the back. Okay. Um, so they, uh, you licked her in the back because it was That's like yeah, it was. Exactly. I like backs. What you got a problem with licking backs? Chicks shave their backs. Not at cool. all. You know, they're not no silverbacks and shit. So, um, Whoa. What? talking about apes. What did you just do with your mouth? Are you really drunk? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, um, yeah, they, they had these like black metal bands up there and these chicks trying to pole dance. And it was like, you could tell they were like, there's no rhythm in black metal. And they were just like, <laughs> they'd grab the pole and swing around it. And you're, and the girls were like, I don't know what I'm doing. It was awesome. It was, it was pretty, it was pretty rough. It was fucking yeah. awesome. Pretty awesome. Just keep doing what you're doing. You have to come out to the next yeah. one. It's, awesome. it's, right. it's one of those things you have to see. I considered getting video, but I was like, I know it's strip clubs, full on strip clubs. They hate that. But it, when you're just ch- seeing a chick in a bikini. No, yeah. I don't think it's appropriate to tape those girls. I didn't. I just, <laughs> I was just like, I want to share this moment with the world. It was just one of those moments that I was like, I wish everybody could see because I had to tweet it. I'd be like, you guys, watching girls pole dance to black metal is 
if you haven't seen it, like you need to see it. Just like (laughs) girls getting up there and they're like, they grab the pole and they're like, oh, there's a band. And they grab it. They're all excited. And they're like, I, okay. And the guy was like fucking drooling on himself and being really amazing. It was really good. He scared one of the girls from coming on the stage. It was really good. That's awesome. It was a good time. I think it's coming out. Uh, I think they're doing another one uh, next week or the week after. I think it's the last. Friday, I'm free. Last Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm totally free. I don't know when it is, yeah. but I'm free. I have to look it up. I have to look it up. I'm Just, free that. I'm free Justin, that week. You texted me. Oh, I see. You were telling me you had to go soon. <laughs> <laughs> you texted him and then you told him. Well, that's how he rolls. He thinks I check myself. I don't want to break the. You don't. I was standing on your uh, shoes. Somebody else come get me. It was May, May, March 27th, so I guess it's <laughs> so last, last Friday every month. Yeah, last Friday every month. So okay, we'll the, we'll so we got again. some time. Anywho, yeah, I want to get her on here as well at some point. Cause okay. I remember her being a pleasant interview, but I don't remember much about um, it. But I still have it on DVD, so I can give her a copy. So that would give her. There's a carrot for her. She's my next-door neighbor. Yeah? You don't live in her butthole, though. No. Does she live in your butthole? No. Okay. You're just you're just like this. Well, so you're free I mean, to do whatever you want. Living wise, we live <laughs> more like that. Okay. Not so much scissoring. Oh, uh, okay. What Not have so you much. have you got any uh, any any events or things like this that you want to plug? Sure. I am going to be doing a shoot for Kink Live on the twenty second. People can come and hang out in the chat room and oh. talk to us. Kinklive dot com. Kinklive on uh, April 22nd. April 22nd. April 22nd. Yeah. Florence and Normandy. That's two and two. All right. All right. Good. Good stuff. Yeah. So is that a is that a free thing? Do they got to be a member? Or what's, how's that work? They have to be a member of the site because it's porn. It's explicit. So you have to be. Oh, you get, you get way in there. We get way into um, some guy's butthole, yes. Fucking just. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. Like <laughs> Somebody pulling a part of the butthole. Wow. With a giant dildo, yeah. Uh, can't wait. Can't. Dot com or what is it? Kink Live. Yeah, kink, kink, kink Live. Uh, I will say com. when it comes to impressions of uh, accents, I was going to say generic accents, but that sounds like I'm making fun of him. And I, I really mean it in the highest regard. Justin rules at that. So Justin's way better at accents I than I am. Do, I I'm, I'm pretty good at specific characters. He can do accents like uh, maybe that's his Filipino. No, that's Mexican, man. Oh. That's definitely not Filipino. <laughs> the earlier, when you first started, it sounded the like Filipino. The Filipino is there like we go. Okay, like, there we go. Oh, you're going to spread the butthole, okay. and you're going to go in. This is in why the, I'm not good at That's still Mexican. No, but you go inside the hole. It's that's like, still Mexican. No, but because we, we have many people from Spain that come to the Philippines. So when you go into the butthole, you're going to see some Spanish in the butt anus. And uh, Korean. That's actually a little bit more Middle Eastern right Korean. Now. Korean. No, you're not Korean. <laughs> That's, That's Japanese. You got it. You had it on stage. You do a great Korean. No, you're not Korean. No, you're not Korean. No. There we go. Yeah. You <laughs> No. No. Don't downplay that he's great at accents. She just she's wildly unimpressed. Wild. That is a really big iPhone. <laughs> I is have that? a big uh, case on it. Oh, okay. It's got a big case. It's got a big black I, case. I do have a quite, real quick. Uh, uh, we'll go in a second. Uh, on the kinklive.com, on this live thing, so do people request what they would like you to see you do, or do they just watch and chat with you? Um, I, Both, I think. I mean, I don't know if we'll be paying attention to the request. We might be busy. Fisting shit. a dude's butthole. Right, but I yeah. think that someone will you be You want to do elbow deep? You ever reach up and play with their liver a little bit? Never with a dude, mm. only with a girl. Play with the liver? 
move things around in there. So do you like it when we don't have any Squeeze the kidney, make them pee. Around the anus area. Like, just <laughs> the nice anus? and... Nice is and that a Mexican Scottish person? That's, that's what it is. Jesus. Oh, wow. She's totally calling me out. Wow. More oh, really Scottish right now. I don't know. We should not be archiving this for Pospera. No, just stop it. <laughs> wow. <laughs>